guys, welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast. We are on episode lucky number eight. I've lost count now. You have yeah. definitely lost count. Someone made a joke, they're like, Krista can't count up to seven. And like, there's... Apparently, <laughs> I can't make it to eight You either. can't make it to no. eight. We're in real trouble when we We had a big lunch right before recording this. We're counteracting Ooh. it by having this room be absolutely frigid. Frozen yes. cold. Yeah, I don't know why. The only way to counteract. We're supposed to have a heat wave this week, but I woke up this morning and I was like, uh, it's freezing. It's not, although, yeah. again, California freezing is like <laughs> yeah, right. 63. <laughs> it's a little breezy, okay? I can't Someone take was it. like, I'm in the snow. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we're that's not, doing not that. my problem. No. That's not what I'm facing. Um, wow. What a week we had last week. I know. Well, I'm very glad that I'm not in a shirt with you right now. That's no. excellent. That shirt, um, some people were wondering about the status of the Kirby shirt. It's mangled. It's completely <laughs> ruined forever. Yeah. yeah. It's really we do have it still as a, as a memento. See, one day maybe somebody would want this. We're, you know, in, we can, you can buy like a game worn like LeBron James jersey. Oh, we can sign it. You can sign it and Kirby can give sign it, it. Give it to charity. Kirby cannot sign it. Why not? He's not here. He's in control of his own destiny. He, Just like yeah. put a little imprint, <laughs> <laughs> a little imprint of his face. Um, but yes, we do. We still do still have it. Yeah. That poor shirt has definitely seen better days after we. Uh, no. destroyed it with our <laughs> abominable crime against nature behavior. Well, anyway. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, we did pretty good. I was going to say, we actually did not do that yeah. bad playing, which I was surprised by. So yeah, if you guys yeah. missed the video, it is up now. We'll like put a card or something yeah. here so yeah. you can go check it out. But maybe we should do more of these. People were saying you should do more. Some, Someone said to do Elden Ring. I was like, uh, maybe no, that's no. a bad idea. Some people did make the connection to the IGN uh, series. What was it? Linked Together? Yeah. And I think that was a good point of inspiration for us, but mm-hmm. I, they, I mean, they struggled at times. That's a well, much that more complex much game. Harder. Yeah. yeah. Think about like aiming like a bow and arrow. Right. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that would be yeah. communicate, and especially because you like inverted and I don't. Oh. See, that would be terrible. <laughs> oh, man. It also reminded me a little bit of um, one of the videos we did from Mario Kart when we had blindfolded. And yeah. one person w- was, like, guiding the other person while they were blindfolded. That really didn't go well. That did not go well. No. So compared to all of those examples, I think we did pretty okay. good. Okay, You so, talked me into it. Yeah, we did pretty good. good. We did yeah. pretty good. Um, yeah, so more stuff on the Kit and Krista show, yes. which is, like, the true, like, video part of right. our like little what are we calling it content empire oh wow that's an empire we've yeah. reached the empire it's because it's eight episodes so clearly oh, it's okay an empire. yeah so yeah we have our podcast yes. you guys are listening Which to is what right this now, is right where we like talk about the news and talk about mm-hmm. our story time stuff but like i think a lot of people know us obviously from nintendo minute right and might be missing like the types of videos that we used to post on Nintendo Minute. So the the Kit and Krista show is basically that, but better. Good because, news, we're still doing it. Yeah, yeah, because we can do, we have like more like freedom to do other yeah. stuff. Like we played Elden Ring, you know, we're going to, we're going to do a really fun video with this ridiculous controller. Let me, let me get, You're going to grab this. it. It's heavy. It's heavy. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Oh, Arm strain. Look at this. Yeah. People, people uh, on audio, you'll just have to take my take word our, for it. Take our, And then also tune in to watch the show when we actually yeah. go deep on this Hitchbox 
Smash Hitbox Smashbox controller. So, uh, so a friend of mine, we have a little like end of year gift exchange. Right. And one of my friends got this. Mm -hmm. All of the friends pooled the money together and bought this. This is two hundred and fifty dollars. This controller, oh. and this is a custom controller for Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. That has it's all just buttons. It's like arcade style. Exactly. All buttons. It, there's no like there's no le joystick. letter or joystick. Uh, there's no like markings on the buttons. No. It doesn't say like A B or. I mean, how many? This is. I mean, this is like twenty buttons. Right. They're just um, kind of color coded. But it looks kind of yeah. crazy. So, and, uh, so I told yeah. him, I was like, we got to make a video out of this. And of yes. course, he had not yet opened it. So we're going to unbox um, it. And we're going to play. And then we're going to play or yeah. try to play. Right. But this might be a situation where we could put both our hands on it and see how it goes. No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no. You do one hand. It's like oh playing the gosh. piano. It's like playing a duet on the piano. It's that easy. It's just that okay, easy. Okay, well then you should be great at this. I think my mom can you're come a, up and take your you're place. You're a piano expert. Great. <laughs> She's a piano teacher. <laughs> All right. Kick your butt. first place in Evo. <laughs> Grand finals. My mom and I, yeah. our, our competitive <laughs> Evo career begins now. Wow, that would be quite the story. Uh, um, yes. What else do we have? We have a lot of cool stuff this week. We also got this really cool chance to speak to the developer of Yes, out of, the, out of the blue, we got contacted by a developer. Uh, his name is Shinichi Kameoka. Yeah, you guys might recognize Who people his might, name. might know yeah. his name. Um, he's been um, working on games and sort of RPG type games for uh, a long time. Yeah. And he actually worked on Mother 3. He was one mm -hmm. of the uh, producers, I believe, yeah. of uh, Mother 3. In the Secret of Mana series. Right, right. He was really, you know, focused on the art yeah, for that yeah. series. And, um, is a new game called uh, Eglia Rebirth, which is out on Switch, which mm -hmm. we've been playing a little bit. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but we have yeah. some chances for you to uh, ask him some yes. questions. You guys have a lot of Mother 3 questions. Yeah. Don't ask us. We don't know. Ask him. Right. He's going to know. Yeah. So, um, and he, um, he's, he wants to talk to you guys, so it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. so we'll get to yeah. that in a little bit. But. Yeah, so stay yeah. tuned for that. But um, yeah, full-packed, jam-packed, jam, full-packed, jam-packed. Fully-packed. Fully jam-packed. jam-packed. Week this week. Yeah. And packed show right. for what we're doing right now, the podcast, mm -hmm. um, because we, of course, you guys all did too, got the, the fine news that E3 was oh, yeah. kaputs. I had to pour one out. I had to pour, pour out a pour soil, out. <laughs> which, is, which is what I lived on when we were at E3. <laughs> pour out the hot dog water from oh, the chafing dish that gross. we used to eat for lunch at E3. Oh, maybe the worst <laughs> thing ever at E3. Um, yeah, so we're, we're, today's story time is we're pouring one out in terms of memories yeah. for E3. We have so many E3 stories. We have all these great E3 stories. Like, well, we'll save it for E3. And I was like, well, there's not going to be an E3. So, yeah, so it's, on, it's on people's well minds. Yeah, we about it now. Yeah. yeah and we, we have tons of stories. We, yeah. we both just worked on, for better or worse, worked on so many E3s throughout yeah. our career. Except for the one you didn't go to. Oh. That's a different story. <laughs> Still a little bitter. You're angry. Still a little bit mad about the person that didn't let me go. Oh. Mm. Was it me? No. Okay. Good. It gotta, was not you. Gotta make but sure. We both know this person. I'm all mad stuff. <laughs> oh no. A little mad. Um, but that's not the story. This story. Yes. Let's just get into it because there's a lot to talk about. So there have been a lot of cursed moments yeah. at Nintendo's E3s. You know, most of the time it's a good time. Yes. Cool things happening. Yeah. People are excited. But what? So what? Like, uh, uh, Ravi drums. That oh. was a cursed moment. You were there for that one. That I was, was there. That predates me. That was pretty bad. Um, there was the year where they were doing the demo of Skyward Sword and the Joy-Con, or, or the uh, Wii Remote stopped working. With Mr. Miyamoto holding the Wii Remote? 
That Whoops. I was there for that one, and that was dicey in the moment. Like, oh my gosh. He really played it off, though. He was yeah, a true, a, good, a true like. They did a good job. Yeah, he yeah. kind of, kind of just faked it a little bit. Yeah. But <laughs> it was good. Yeah. But um, there's one moment that we were involved in. Specifically, you well, were the kind of. I was the, the culprit. Well, the, I, was, I was the victim. The vic- you were the victim. <laughs> yeah, the, the victim. unfortunate victim of this yes. cursed moment. I was on and the receiving end of. Would you call it technical difficulties? No, not exactly. I mean, yeah. It, it was sort of, a, um, it was like a perfect storm of different things coming together yeah. that truly put you in a terrible position. Yeah. And of course it became like meme to like no end. I got meme. You got meme though. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. It was meme. Yeah, this um, was the uh, 2014 E3 where yes. I just got left hanging Holding the little Mario amiibo for like, yeah. what was it, like 10 seconds? or It, just, was, it felt like a lifetime. Just staring blankly into that and camera. the best part, so, I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen this, but the best part was that you had started out holding it with yeah. a big smile on your face because, of course, you're waiting for the next thing to happen that never happened. Yeah. And then as the as the seconds sort of ticked by, your face just... You just see the cracks the, in my face. Exactly. Like, just like... <laughs> you had this like moment where you're like... Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so you, you read it all in your face, what right. was happening in that right. moment, which is pretty funny. So so I went back um, and sort of studied up on what was going on that year. Because that, yeah. really, that was really a, a pivotal year. big breakthrough E3 yeah. for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So this was the year that Nintendo really went like big all in on the streaming yep. that year. Exactly. Um, they built that stage for the first time. Right. So you had uh, the E3 digital event, which mm-hmm. had all of the sort of like robot chicken animated yep. stuff. Uh, that was so much fun. Um, that was the first year of Treehouse Live. Yep. And there was the first uh, big kind of smash tournament of mm-hmm. everybody coming together to play. Yeah. Um, so that was a huge just change transformation right. of what the company was doing for yeah. E3. Because before that, it was very traditional with the you know the live press conferences, right. the stage event, and I think there was a sort of a light light bulb moment yeah. um, as as we were planning for E3 that like, hey guys, if we just do the normal thing again, this only a small portion of people that go to E3 and are in the audience can really experience it. So like. What can we do to make it yeah. something that everyone can get excited right, about? Right, right. So and that's where this idea sort of germinated from. Yeah. So you know, a lot of the times, you know, Nintendo can be a little late to some of these innovations. Mm-hmm. They like to wait it out and see what happens. I'd say this is a case where they were really on the forefront. On the forefront. Yeah. And it was a long time before, you know, Microsoft or Xbox or, or really anybody else had mm-hmm. that kind of streaming programming, which is crazy yeah, to look at. It's kind of crazy. And even places that were like Built on streaming, like a Twitch, for example, yeah. like they didn't have it in as a robust way. I think yeah. back in 2014, as as that one E3 was right. you know, for Nintendo. Right. So yeah. we were just like, getting out of the UStream years. <laughs> I remember. Can we not talk about that. That was bad. <laughs> that never worked. What happened to UStream? It's still around. Well, probably not because it didn't work. Mm. <laughs> that was a, the bane of a lot of uh, production yeah. people's yeah. existences for sure. Right. Yeah. So you know that I think that was also like. You know, that was right in the midst of the Wii U and the Wii U challenges. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, the company being very scrappy and hungry. Yeah, and, like, and why don't we just try anything? Right, ready to change yeah. things up. And that was even true for, like, people that were leading the company at the time, yeah. like Reggie and Mr. Awada. Right. You know, they really put themselves out there for totally. these um, robot chicken yeah. skits. And right, right. it was so interesting and, and fun um, to see those moments where, like, 
Reggie and Mr. Water were like fighting and, and, and doing just like crazy stuff. And you think like these two men were like the, you know, the big leaders of yeah. this like huge company, but they were like so down to earth and so willing to just be experimental and creative and like do all these fun things. And yeah. so, that, I mean, even if we had his challenges, I, I think it's nice that it gave people sort of this, um, I don't know, like it, it, it made it possible for you to have these kind of moments, yeah. you know, which yeah. is really nice. And I should say for us, like this was a really challenging E3 just to work on because yeah. again, you know, there was so much that was new, but it was just jam packed. Mm -hmm. I mean, people were working on all sorts of different things all at the same time. I remember I was very closely involved with the initial stages of that Smash tournament, like calling yeah. up the players and yeah. seeing if they wanted to be a part of it, um, mm -hmm. which was, you know, a really new thing again for us yeah um, working with those outside people so it was it was a grind yeah and I was I was really um, focused on the development team and like working on all the different pieces and the different like things we were gonna have the developers do right. to post on our social channels oh, yeah, yeah. and there was a lot of developers that year I think um, yeah. so it was just like this game of like what, when are we gonna do all these production pieces and then when are yeah. we going to edit all the things together when are we going to post these things it was just like so crazy e3 scheduling is an underappreciated but crucial job they call it the master schedule it truly <laughs> is that because it everyone is. just looks at this one yeah. document this like gigantic yeah. spreadsheet it is oh. <laughs> i'm just <laughs> glad i don't have to deal with that again yeah, every year too it's like there's got to be a better yeah. way to do the schedule turns That's out not there really isn't Excel spreadsheet. right I think there is, but no one's figured it out. Yeah. So we always just went back to the Excel <coughs> yeah, spreadsheet that right. is just like... I don't know. My papers are flying everywhere. Oh, no. If only you had an Ethernet master these, schedule. I need these papers. My papers. <laughs> my papers. My schedule. My schedule. Uh, oh, my papers are falling down now. So anyway, yeah. um, we were approached, I think, fairly close to the show. Yeah. And it was like, well, you know, we've been thinking and we're going to have the digital event, mm -hmm. which is going to transition into Treehouse Live. But we need something kind of in between to create a transition. Yeah. Also, there was like some some announcements and news that were either going to get kind of buried oh, in that yeah. digital event. Right. Or they just didn't have room for it yeah. in the digital event. Because that, I mean, every second was really yeah. like squeezed. Because yeah. it was just so packed full of stuff um, that they were like, we need some some way to get that news out there before we transition to Treehouse Live, which at the very beginning and even today, which I, I really uh, commend them for this, is always focused on gameplay. Yes. It's not focused on like, let's right. just chit chat about, it's not this. Right, right. <laughs> so the, I mean, these, the Treehouse guys are going to like get into the game like immediately. So there was really no moment to like, Rehit any of this news, right. or even share the new the new stuff. Right, right. So we were we were the we were the band aid situation yeah. for this yeah, and, problem. You know, E three gets you know gets planned long long in advance. Again, this yeah. was this was pretty close. I think it was like it a was month like before, a couple weeks. Oh, was it a couple weeks? Did I? Well, did I, uh, a couple have weeks like a... might might get you to a month, but yeah, it was not long. Before. Yeah, it was like hey, why don't you guys do kind of this transition segment and set up Treehouse Live and yep. you know recap what people just saw. And of course, you know, we're, we're down for anything. It's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah and then we, we already had, Nintendo Mint had been going for a few years now. No, it was only a year. Oh, it was only a year? This was 2014. <laughs> so it was still a very oh new, my gosh. new thing. 
Why did I think we were? Oh, it's because we were just like I think yeah. I felt like comfortable, but right. I also I didn't realize. Right. Was only a so year. it was also oh a gosh. big opportunity for us to kind of get the name out there and, and yeah. you know get ourselves out there too. Yeah. So I think we were you know glad to do it. We did, to we didn't really it. know what we were signing we, we, ourselves and we, up we for. We didn't propose it either. So no, no. Someone came to us yeah. with it wasn't like we were like knocking at people's doors right. like we want to do this. Yeah. Like let us be a part of this thing. We were very happy to yeah. just go along our merry way yeah. with what we did with Nintendo Minute, but we were approached and we definitely like, yeah. you know, being team players, <laughs> we definitely were like, sure, why not? You yeah. know, and, and took the opportunity and, and stuff. But yeah, I think you're much better in like a live show situation you in get, general. You get scared of, of so, live streaming and I don't, I'm I don't really know why, nervous but why? Pointedly ask me questions. It makes me but nervous. why? I don't know. I don't know why. It's this just... is secretly secretly being live streamed too. Oh no. Yeah. This is where I like skulk <laughs> out of the room. Ah! Oh no. I, I feel like it's just, it's hard. You know, in live streaming, especially for like a long period of time, makes right. me really nervous. This, is, this was not that. Like a podcast that we never edit? <laughs> and we just post? We just post like straight up. <laughs> to our podcast? <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's just like a, maybe I just need to get yeah. over it. I think you have gotten over it. I, I definitely yeah. have gotten better since 2014 E3. That's well, that, I mean, that was definitely nerve-wracking. It was. It was like, already nerve-wracking. Wow. Like, you think of how many people are going to be watching yeah. the digital event, and they're all going to be you and know, sticking around. And Yeah. yeah. Th- that, the audience being large was one thing, but also there was like a lot of internal pressure, too. Like, you, you know, Mr. Wada and Reggie were like right there. They expect you to do a good job and like share the news that you're supposed to be sharing in like a fun way. So there's like a lot of expectations. So you don't want to let them down. You don't want to let, you know, anyone that we're working with uh, as part of this down and just do a good job. So there was also that part of it too, where it's like, don't mess up (laughs) because it'll be bad, you know? So, so, you know, we, we did everything that we could before we left, but there was a lot to figure out like on site. Yeah. And And again, with the first time, with streaming being such a big thing, like it was not just for us to figure out. It was like this full-on production team, yeah. like figuring. It yeah, out the too. days before that E3 were very chaotic because yeah. everybody needed to rehearse. You, know, you needed to get all the stuff working. Everybody mm-hmm. needed to get a feel for what that stage yeah. was like. That tech check schedule was probably one yeah. of the craziest schedules ever. Yeah, and of course we were sort of you know the lowest um, yeah, on the list, fine. which was yeah. fine because we had you know a, sh- a short segment, but yeah. we had a very little time to actually check it out yeah, and I, get comfortable. I, I and, think it was we were like so late that it was only yeah. like a five. Five and I remember we had like at the tech check we was like oh really need like some sort of a safety net in case we forget what we're supposed to say yeah. so I remember producer Stephanie like she wrote, wrote out some bullet like a, points like a cue card sort of yeah, thing but it wasn't like 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 we weren't reading it no, like a teleprompter no. but it was just like here are the like the, the five order of things and poor thing she's yeah. like she's like a you know, small like person she's like holding up this like yeah. poster board cue right. card like trying to angle it so we yeah. could see it oh my gosh she's such a trooper I love her so much. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but really, every every E3 is like that. Leading up to it, it's it's very it's hectic, so hectic, and you just sort of have to roll with all the changes yeah. that are you know are going to happen. Yeah. So I don't think we were feeling too um, worried about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was definitely quite nervous um, the night before, though. Yeah, I think I had like kind of a hard time sleeping. Yeah, just yeah. definitely like a little anxious. Um, right, just because it was so, so such a new thing for us to yeah. do and such a big opportunity. And, and it's also one of those things where like 
not only were we doing that, there were so many other things that we had to do before and after that. Yeah. Too. Like you were, you were all up. It wasn't so like you just kick up your feet and like, oh, we're done. We we're did done. it. We're yeah. done. Like drink the coffee. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. So, you know, we were all up early. Yeah. We were finishing up the, the last of planning for just our other right. projects right. we were doing at E3. That morning of the digital event is always like ripe with excitement. Like, yeah. you know, people are going to hear the news and they're excited, going to get excited. We were excited too for that to get out there. But it's always like kind of this like, you know, everything's kind of like tense. Nervous energy. Yeah, you yeah. just want it to be done with, you know? So we kind of had that going into it. Yeah, like, yeah. And then um, the other thing that I'll mention that's kind of interesting for this particular, like, live show is that it was the first time we were showing these Amiibo, I remember, right? Oh, yeah. And so the this team in Japan that works on Amiibo were, like, hand-carrying these prototype right. Amiibo. right. In basically like steel cases. They're very fragile, I remember. And so they were all not, you know, not the ones that we sell. Yeah, this was before they had it was like, been made for it was exactly, you know, mass produced. It was like yeah. this very fragile thing. Yeah. And they, I mean, part of it was that we were going to like hold one of them up right, for right, the first right. time in this show. And mm -hmm. so there was this moment of like, exchanging so these you know suited japanese men would walk up to like to white us, gloves yeah white gloves like opening like a like a case that would be like full of like millions Money? of dollars <laughs> yeah. yeah no i looked at it was like a steel right. case doing the drop behind the mcdonald's exactly at 1 like we're in the we're gonna get into the trunk of someone's you got, car you got the goods yeah like someone's getting like a ransom or something it was crazy like this amiibo um but so that, that kind of added to the oh, nervous energy too yeah. it's like well, also, don't break this prototype. Like, that's, like, yeah. the only right. one they had right. or something. It's, like, don't do not do anything bad here. Yeah. So, like, right before, they were, like, sort of doing the handoff with us, yeah. you know, with this yeah. amiibo. And I was just... And then, of course, everyone was just, like, gathered behind just the camera there watching. to watch. Yeah. It's just, like, oh, Foot tapping God. like you're in a Japanese shareholder meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't even any stocking. Oh, oh that's what gosh. I needed. I needed, like, a shot um, <laughs> to, like, calm I, myself. I went back... And kind of went through that digital event again. Like that is a great. I, I mean, know. it would be a, it would be a Nintendo Direct today. It was yeah. called a digital. So like I wrote down like some of the stuff that happened. You had the great promo video of Reggie and Mr. Awada doing the mm -hmm. crazy like fighting. Like the fighting. Yeah, like yeah. the Matrix fighting. Yeah, that was incredible. That's what I'm saying like they were so down to do yeah. stuff like this. There was so all cool. all of the robot chicken stuff throughout, which was yeah. hilarious. The interstitials. We had the amiibo reveal. You had mm -hmm. the first kind of proper look at Breath of the Wild. There was a thing yeah. where, you know, Mr. Aonuma was talking. You could see the game behind like sort of him. behind him, yep. Um, it was the first reveal of Mario Maker before it was Super Mario Maker. It was just Mario Maker. Yeah. Um, the first reveal of Splatoon. Oh, that's right. And it kind of ended, you know, in a way that was appropriate for the Wii U era. It sort of ended with this tease of Mr. Mimo. It was like, hey, I've been working on these Wii U gamepad experiments. Yeah. And those obviously didn't really... Don't. Pan out so but well. I think maybe like later on it was like maybe you can bring this to this switch stuff. Um, you know, like the handheld. Yeah, I, think, handheld I remember, I remember there was like maybe a half dozen of those, and yeah. like one of them became, went into Star Fox Zero. That's right. Yeah. Um, there was that other one where you were the giant robot. robot. With that, I thought that was the coolest one. That one. That one like, just disappeared. Fizzled, fizzled out. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot that really didn't come of those. So yeah, again, it was yeah. very appropriate for the Wii U era. But I was like, wow. Again, such a shame that the hardware was holding back this incredible slate of games, and just like you know, on a on a software side, the company was like so on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've always been. Yeah. So it's always nice to see that even during like harder hardware years, there's always like the the 
fabulous IP that will yeah. kind of like get you through the hard right. times. Right, really did not miss a beat uh, on yeah. that side. Yeah, so. yeah. But um, but yeah, so we were on after that, so we got our little countdown, mm-hmm. and um, Stephanie was bravely right. holding up the cue cards. Yeah, <laughs> and and that was the first thing that we did was um, talking about the amiibo, yeah. and they and they had coached us before. They said, "All right, Kit, hold up the amiibo, and we're gonna eventually cut away, and we're gonna give you the signal uh, to yeah. when you can stop, you know, holding, holding it up amiibo. because yeah. that means we've cut away." They're going to cut away to a trailer. Right, to like the a, trailer. A, lo- a longer Amiibo right. trailer. And they did neither of those things. No, there was <laughs> so, no cutting away. There was no signal. So that's why I was just like holding it for like a 10 Mississippi because I was like, <laughs> you guys did it? You guys did it? Huh? Yeah? You and ready? Then, and then there was some somebody that was in the audience, whether it was one of the producers or... So I, I remember in my my memory now, like it's like very fuzzy, but yeah. there was someone that was just like... Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Because clearly there was no cutaway. Right, right. So we just, I was just like, okay, yeah. we're just going to keep so, going. So either so, somebody forgot to do that or there was some technical thing. I don't know. I never heard the story. I think there was a technical thing. Of what they happened. Couldn't, they couldn't run the yeah, trailer. Like fine. the switch didn't work right. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, but in the moment, like I had no idea that something had gone wrong. So and I was you, just, I was just like, you? I was just like, all right, well, they cut away, but they took a little too long to tell me. So no big deal. Yeah. So we came back, you know, we did more. I actually went back and watched this. I thought we did a great job with it. Did we? Yeah, you didn't go back. <laughs> I watched a little bit. We're doing this great segment on this podcast about Don't this, and you didn't even watch it. <laughs> I looked at your face for oh ten seconds. <laughs> oh my oh my God. God. I looked at the memes of your yeah. face. <laughs> and then we did um, a segment with our good friend Eric Peterson. Yes, where he sort he of set Eric. up um, Treehouse Live. Yeah, um, he was like the mastermind of Treehouse Live. Right, so that was really yeah. like the proper transition yeah. um, to that. Yeah, he was yeah. doing Treehouse Live and that Smash. I don't know how he did that. I mean, he was amazing. Everybody he was, was like juggling. one of those people that, like, I'm yeah. just like, how are you, how are you, are you sleeping? Everybody Tell was me. juggling a million different things, but those are two, like, Huge those were the things. two, like, highest pressure things. Yeah, and they were the ones that were, like, widely broadcasted yeah. and had right. so much scrutiny on it. Yeah, he was, like, the host also of that yeah, tournament? Yeah, he was. Wow. He was, I also hosted, like, a little bit of it with Oh, him. you did, Remember? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, good time. Get on stage. All right. (laughs) So then we finished, like, poo, big sigh of relief. Thought it thought it went great. Um and like And then you got memes. Well some people started to say, like, oh yeah, it was funny, funny what happened to you on the on the broadcast. And I was like, Oh, what do you mean? They're like, "Eh, you know. And I was like, No, I don't know. And then people just leave. So I'm like, oh, what's what happened? And then like (laughs) That's so funny that you didn't realize. You were not yet on social media then. I remember you had a big phase where you're like, I hate Twitter. I'm not using Twitter. Yeah, I, I was like you know, against but it. But I did. So I was like, oh, let's see what, what people had to say about this. And I was like, oh, a- again, it was not entirely clear, but then people were like, oh. There must have been some look sort at, of. Look at what happened to Kito-san or who's this guy or what? Ha- yeah. why'd he make that face? And I was like, huh, something went wrong. But again, I didn't know exactly <laughs> what had happened. So I just kind of went about my day. And it actually wasn't until like that night or no, something? No, it wasn't until E3 was over. Oh, you went through a and whole And I had E3 gone home. It was like that weekend. And I was like, oh, let's catch up on this. And I was like, oh, I get what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that meme lived on for a long yeah. time. <laughs> Still to this day. To this day. And then like every E3 live show we did, because we did a lot more yeah, after more. this. Yeah. And we had even like longer, more involved segments. Yeah. After this little like little interstitial thing that we did, and it was like a thing, like a right. joke, like a hilarious yeah. joke, both internally at Nintendo with all of the production yeah. people, 
Like, oh, let's make sure that doesn't happen again to you, right, kid? <laughs> it's like, that's so mean. No. I, thought it, I thought it was hilarious, though. Because, it again, it's like, well, there's nothing, I mean, what could have, what could have been done? Nothing. I mean, I I was doing what I was told to do. It was like, oh, there we had a technical difficulty. You oh, can't really do yeah. anything about that. It's like, <laughs> just like look at that and laugh. And you know what I think now too? When I when I'm like recounting this again, it's yeah. kind of nice that you didn't know that something had gone wrong. Oh because yeah. Because I think that would have made you. Like, you could have been. Flustered. Yeah, you could have been flustered. So it's good that you you didn't know. And I honestly, I I didn't in the moment. I definitely didn't know. Like yeah. afterwards, I think I was like told by people. Yeah. But it didn't yeah. happen to me, so it was no, <laughs> a I mean, little bit removed from. That's kind of what you have to like. It's a live thing. Yeah, so like, just keep going. You just have to assume there's going to be some amount of just keep going. Yeah. improvisation that mm-hmm. you need to do and exactly. like just roll with it. Like there was the one year um, Treehouse Live had to cut away to the little screen that they had, they had ready. Oh, they, we always make that screen to be right back. Yeah, they yeah. lost the feed. It's like this stuff happens when yeah. you're doing things that are exactly. live. And again, I don't know why you, you're so afraid of this because you're so good on your feet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, one day I'm going to like so, do something bad. I don't so know. So that was a moment that lives on uh, in, in forever infamy? in memedom. In memedom. <laughs> in meme history in the meme hall of fame. <laughs> yes, we're definitely going to be posting all of those memes yes. <laughs> <laughs> on our social channels. Yeah. So please come look. Oh, one other thing. They did in the version that you probably went back to see. They edited that out. I know. Why? Leave it up. They had they they do the uh, live feed and then they do um, the VOD version right, right and they edited out that 10, 10 seconds or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if people thought I was crying myself to sleep because of this. No, I want to see that. It's funny. I think it's funny. <laughs> it's yeah. Funny. No. Now it's like very yeah. smooth if you look at. It's got to be now. somewhere. Yeah. Well, the, the images are definitely there. I want that version. The version. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure somebody. I need to it. hack like the dark web and find this or something. I'll just call <laughs> up one of the producers at Nintendo and they'll just give you the, the raw video. <laughs> I'm sure we can find it yes, for you yeah. if you want to have that live on and yeah. make that into like a, a, a gif, a gif, oh. a gif, a gif. No, we're not having that conversation. <laughs> so that was it. That was our first. That's a story. Yeah. That was our first Nintendo Minute Live. I think that it was good for us to like have a moment like this yeah. because then it's like you just move on and right. not worry about it. Ha- I don't know. Not worry about it happening, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, what a E3 that was. Were you embarrassed by proxy to be associated with this? Always. Oh. I'm always embarrassed by proxy with you. Just kidding. What? <laughs> just kidding. Oh my gosh. I, you know, honestly, I was just so like in the moment that You I, didn't know either. I didn't know. I just You're not I getting was, these tweets. I was looking at the people that were like, keep going, just keep right. talking. I was just like, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I just kept going. But I'm cracking a celebratory soylent. <laughs> Right now, <laughs> after the after the show, like Ew. yeah, that's a job well done. <laughs> For the record, again, people, I don't like soil. I had no oh choice; gosh. it was you forced had upon so me. So much. No, it wasn't. It was that or the dirty hot dog. You forced it upon yourself. No, no, no. The dirty no. hot dog. Water. This was my. This was one of my greatest ideas, and I tell people about it, and they would just look at me like I'm a maniac. You are a disgusting. Well, and animal. then they would go on and complain, like, "Oh, this food sucks." I just stopped eating. Which is <laughs> no, it's not there good. Was, there was one year where I made myself like trail mix. Oh, the yeah. blog bags, yeah, the trail mix, and I would just like like a little rabbit would right. be throughout the day. That's good. But I thought that was pretty good. You idea. just need to keep I your stuff up. I packed it with me. I like went to I went and like packed it in my suitcase to go to E three eating is not about pleasure. It's no. not about the pageantry. It is about, no, it's survival. about survival. It's about yeah. survival. And you have to really monitor your water intake because there is no bathroom break. So you no. have to like really you have to like <laughs> train your body. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Another that's, that's another, another story time. for another but, day. But yes. Yeah, we, we surely will um, 
miss some of these fun memories at E3. And I don't yeah. know, maybe there is a, a future where something like this will be back and better than yeah. ever. Well, we're going to talk about that more in the news. So let's yeah, yeah. get ahead of ourselves here. But yes. Shall All we move on? Right, yes, please. Okay, I have this like please, sheet let's. of paper. Um, so in our Never a Minute segment. Yes. Yes. We are doing uh, some rapid fire questions. There is no better way to get deep into somebody's soul than asking them rapid fire questions. This is like this is like a Snappy. Rorschach test. Snappy. It's like what is the first thing that, that comes, comes to, your, to mind. your mind? Right. Yeah. So we each have 10 mm-hmm. rapid fire questions mm-hmm. that you must answer and I must answer mm-hmm. immediately. Immediately. Yes. First thing that comes to mind. We're going to get hit with a meteor. Boom. Meteor? Yes. Right through oh. this window. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> you. Me? Yes. It's like a laser aimed at me. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, okay, 10 questions each. All right. You have written yours down. I've written I mine have. down. Do you want to go first? Sure. I'll go first. You be oh, wait, I'm going to ask you. You're going to ask me first. Yes, I'm going to ask okay, you let first. Me just, let me mentally prepare for this. <coughs> breath. Yeah. Breathe in, breathe out. Okay. All right. I'm Are ready. you ready? I'm zen. I'm ready. First, let's start, let's start off with an easy one. Okay. Shirtless crumb or shirtless link? Crumb. You are forced to drop either your Switch, PS5, or Xbox <gasps> into a volcano. Oh my god! Which do you choose? Xbox. Easiest oh. one to replace. Now we're getting hard. Mr. Miyamoto or Mr. Aonuma? Damn it. <laughs> 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 no! Mr. Aonuma! Uh, <laughs> oh no! Don't be mad! I'm sorry! Uh, is Elden Ring the hardest game you've ever played? Yes. Can you list all the Koopalings right now? Lenny, Larry... Morton, Wendy, Iggy. Two more? Uh, uh, <clears throat> Roy and Ludwig, did you say them? Roy there we go, Martin. we did it together. Uh, next, what was the worst episode of Nintendo Minute? Federation Force. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, what was your first impression of me when we met for the very first time? You were very awkward. Oh. <laughs> Next, what is your message to all the members of the Kitarati out there? And there are many of them. My message? What is your message to them? You joined the wrong team, bro. Oh. <laughs> when was the last time you cried playing a video game? Um, oh. Uh, it must have been, um, what is that game? Spirit, uh, Spirit Fair. Spirit Tracks? Oh, Spirit, Spirit Fair. Spirit Fair. Spirit Fair, okay. Yes, I definitely cried. Uh, last one, we're playing a very wholesome game of Kiss, Mary Kill. Oh, with the three options being Wario, Waluigi, and Toad. Please. Ew. Please go. Okay, wait. Kiss, Mary. <laughs> Kiss, Mary, kill. Kill. Well, what were the options again? Waluigi. Waluigi, War- Wario, and Toad. Okay, so I'm going to kill Waluigi. <gasps> I'm going to kiss Toad. Okay. And marry Wario. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be hot boxing. <laughs> Get that Dutch oven going. But I could, I could like ride the motorcycle and eat garlic with him, which I would like. I would enjoy that. Oh boy! And Toad is cute to kiss. He's all squishy. All right. Just, mm, squish it. Yeah, I don't know what the better. But Waluigi is just no. a no thanks all around. Maybe he's a gentleman. He's romantic. He's got that rose in his mouth. And romance is not dead for Waluigi. And no, I don't want. I don't want that brand of romance. Thank you very oh. much. <laughs> All right. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Here it. we go. Start with some easy ones as well. Open world or side scrolling? Side scrolling. Oh. Palatino or Ridia? Ridia. Oh, okay. First, okay. I wasn't sure what you were saying. Oh. Uh, okay, a little bit harder. Was there a game that you pretended to love? And no. what was it? No. No? No. 
Oh. Really shattered your preconceptions wow. there. What is your biggest gaming regret? Uh, selling my Nintendo Power magazines. Oh, ouch. What's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you in a game? Uh, the final boss of the DuckTales NES game. I had a rational childhood fear. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. I, I had a nightmare. It gave me a nightmare. That's so weird. It I gave me a up, nightmare? I woke up crying. I had to go with my mom. Really? Yeah. Oh, what did you That boss is not scary at all, but I don't know. She, she told me to go back to sleep. She's like, shut up. <laughs> Such a wuss. Suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that was just the scariest thing. Yeah. Uh, what do you hate most about me? <clears throat> uh, Come on, you know it. You know there's uh, something. The, 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 when you scream in the microphone and it goes crazy. I just did it right now. <laughs> uh, on a scale of one to ten, how good do you think you are at playing most games? Six. Um, I also have this one. What game made you cry? <laughs> uh, Mario Odyssey, the new Donk City uh, Festival. Oh, yeah. The one and only, actually. All right, last question. Yes. Who is your second most hated video game character? Because we all know you don't like Sonic. Oh, it's not Sonic. Uh, it's not Sonic. Uh, the, uh, uh, what's his name? The Miles Prower. Ta- Tails. There we go. We've got to keep Tails? it. We've got to keep it in the Sonic family. Oh, that's so harsh. <laughs> So harsh. Also, here's another one I don't like. This is this is the complete opposite. That little robot from Borderlands, Claptrap. Is it because he's annoying? He's annoying. I don't like that. Claptrap. I don't like that one. Oh. That's the complete opposite. I'm really all over the place. Yeah, here. I wish they like little robots. You like Claptrap? I don't mind Claptrap. It's kind of annoying. It's better than Waluigi. He's got some... He's got some... I'm charmed by Waluigi. <laughs> You are? <laughs> I'm swept away by Waluigi. Oh, yeah, the romance. No. All right. Well, there we go. We'll put the questions I in. I think you were really shook by some of these answers. I was you a little had, you, surprised. You needed like a moment to recover. Like, <laughs> what? I got to keep you on your toes. I can't believe you asked me Mr. Anumo or Mr. Anumo. <laughs> That's just so mean. I would have not. I would have answered the other way. Because without, without Mr. Miyamoto, there probably you know, is no Mr. Anumo in the way we know him today. He learned. From him. Stop it. Just You're like, making me regret. Just like you learned from me. Hey, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> you are a lot older, so there oh, are some things that I can gosh. learn from you as an oh. as my elder. <laughs> All right. On that note, um, what we are playing. Oh, there we are, yes. yes. Uh, well, we both finished Kirby. Okay. That's big news. Credits roll That's what's for happening. both of us in yeah. Kirby. Um what did you think after you beat the, the whole game? Uh, again, we are not in the business of reviewing games. No. But. You're going to give this game one. If we did. <laughs> I would give it. Oh. Eight out of ten. I would give it an eight and a half out oh. of ten. Yeah. You really like the halvesies. It gives me. 8.25. No, I wouldn't. I'm not going to do that. This is not like the 1993 IGN scale. <laughs> We're down to like eight decimals. <laughs> <laughs> 8.6. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, so I'm going to give an eight. You're going to give an 8.5. Yes. We're not in the business of reading games, but these are the scores that but we gave. <laughs> if we did. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this game was truly like such a perfect experience in the landscape of games yeah. that I've been playing, right? Like, because I've been so into like Elden Ring and Tunic. So there's been a lot of games that we're playing, but this was like a very yeah. like refreshing kind of like just the moment where I just needed like a breather yeah. from other games I was playing. So mm-hmm. it just really came out at the right time. Yeah. Me, I, think. I really, um, I, I think my score 
probably went up with the last area because it was actually legitimately challenging in places. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were, we're playing on the hard, I forget what it's called. the Wild mode. Wild mode. Yes. And like most of the way through the game, it's like whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that really did kind of turn it up and ratchet mm-hmm. it up and it felt very um, intense. So it felt like, yes. yeah, this is like a proper... Complete like you know, boss world beginning to end experience where the mm-hmm. beginning is you know very breezy and very fun and lighthearted and it's like yeah. wow we're getting we're Kinda getting ramps up. serious here yeah. yeah and there were some some interesting things that that um, I thought the game did with um, with like bosses and stuff where like there was like some areas where you kind of have to fight like a gauntlet of box bosses yeah. Yeah. where they sort of like remix the bosses that you fought along the way yeah in a pretty fun like more intense way as you got like deeper and yeah. deeper into the game so that was pretty that was pretty interesting because i mean you were getting more powerful too with the different copy abilities now i asked you and you ignored me when i asked you this what, what? was the copy ability you you used kind of in that last part of the game i used the dragon fire oh okay. yeah that's pretty powerful i use that one a lot because it gives you a bit of range and that one like after you hit them they kind of keep taking burn exactly. damage for like a little while glowing purple you know yeah 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 I that was, one is good i thought i was stuck with the ranger ability oh. that I powered up all the way. That one's cool because you have the um like the home the homing basically. Well if you charge it up three is like Yeah. And I it, like, the sound like it'll it way. hits the enemy and then it creates this like vortex and they just keep yeah. taking damage right, right, while right. they're in the vortex. Yeah. So that was that one's really good. Yeah. 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 And that last boss was like pretty It was legitimately hard. It was legitimately hard. Um, yeah. we were talking about how like some of the things it does like felt like an Elden Ring boss. It did. Like um, you were in these tight quarters. Don't give spoilers. Sorry. You have a bad reputation with spoilers. I just said Do you know tight this? quarters. Do you know that's this? Not also, really the Echidna s- people came out after, came after you after the last episode. Did you know that? No. You got told about an Echidna. You really got told. Um, oh. Back to Kirby, though. <laughs> not an Echidna. Sorry. Um, this, the, the, because of the, the spikes? Look. <laughs> it's not... It's not none of my business, but you got told. Um, yeah, the ending sequence was crazy. And again, I'm not going to go spoilers. So that boss felt like Elden Ring. There was another mm-hmm. sequence that felt like, and this is just maybe my crazy brain. Like, yeah. There's a bit from Halo 3, the ending of Halo 3, that reminded me of what was going on here. It had, definitely has like that dramatic, Very like, grand finish. Yeah, a very dramatic finish where you feel like this big, there's a big, there's a big scale. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're big, the right. bosses are big. Things the yeah. world is sort of hap- things are happening in this world around. It's hard to do this without spoilers. I can't <laughs> say I exactly knew what was happening with the story. Oh, I knew. But I was like, all right, I can appreciate the spectacle of yeah. this. I like the story. You did? I thought it was cute. Oh. Okay. And it gave some of the characters in that they introduced in the beginning like yeah. some purpose, which is nice. Right, right. Because right. you're like, why are you here? Like we're pretty used to like waddledees and yeah. You know the normal cast of characters for Kirby games, and they introduced um, Elfeline. Yeah. In the beginning of the game, you're like, "What's the po- point of you?" You know, it was not my favorite character. Real cute. Felt but underutilized. Like, yeah, exactly. In the beginning of the game, is pretty underutilized, but in the story, you know, the way that they concluded the story, you're like, "Oh, that's why you were here." Okay. Mm. So that that was kind of nice. Like, yeah. if you were wondering about why this right. new character was added in the first place. And then there is post-game content, which yeah. sounds like you didn't really. I didn't really get into. That. Yeah, yeah. I tried. I tried a little bit of it, but again, we got so much stuff for playing. I was like, well, maybe I'll come back to this. Mm-hmm. I did remember um, Kirby Star Allies had a lot of post-release, yeah, like free DLC and so updates. I wonder if there's going to be some updates later. Yeah, they added like a lot of characters. Like that was one thing I saw. You know, in this game, I was like, well, you're like, are they eventually going to let you play as other characters? Mm-hmm. Um, 
it would be cool to do that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think it'll be nice to be able to play as some of the other characters you like met throughout the game. Yeah. Um, I want to play as that crazy feather boa DDD. Yeah. I like DDD in this game. DDD is pretty cool in this game. Like, he's very true to the character of DVD, yeah. which is nice. So what do you want out of this series now, now that you've got the taste of what it can be? Well, I think that it's good that it sort of got this boost into this next, like, level of Kirby games. Now the expectation is that you are going to be at this level or better, yeah. right? Um, so I think what I would like is just for them to, like, go even deeper mm. in sort of this open-world exploration of a Kirby game. Like... Like I was saying like a few few episodes ago, I think some of the areas kind of towards the middle of the game were a little bit forgettable. Mm. Like I wish that, you know, the magic of like the beginning and the end of the game was like throughout the whole game. So maybe they can be like more imaginative with like the worlds that you get to explore. And I actually don't mind the idea of adding more characters to like Kirby lore or yeah. just the Kirby, yeah. you know, cast of characters because... Compared to like the Mushroom Kingdom cast of characters, for example, it's pretty lacking. Mm. So it'd be nice to add like a bit more variety. Like sure. I mean, you can you can say like all the Waddledees are pretty much like a carbon copy of each other. They don't really have individual personalities. Yeah. Um, and then you have what like Kirby, DDD, Meta Knight. Yeah. Like what other memorable characters are there? There's not really that many. The tree. So, the tree, Wisp- which is now Wispy Woods. Wispy Woods. Wispy Woods. Now he's a palm tree. <laughs> That's cute, actually. I like that. I like that, too. Like, taking some of the characters yeah. that you know and, like, remixing it right. a little bit. But something to just make the, the universe feel, like, richer, I think, okay. would be really cool. The lore. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, our, our friend uh, Gene Park wrote some article of, like, really digging into the Kirby lore. Yeah. He got deep into this. I couldn't. I couldn't hang with what he was putting out there. But I was like, "Wow!" I guess <laughs> apparently it's out there if you choose to uh, yeah. study up. But I think it just makes to take to the texts, the sacred take, text. Take it to the the sacred yeah. Kirby text. Um, but I just think it makes the game feel less like of a throwaway, you know, mm. and more like if there's more attention in like sort of the backstory of the characters okay. and the world then it makes it feel more, like, robust. All right. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't really care about the story much at all. <laughs> okay. um, so I, was, I think there was some interviews with Hal where they said, like, yeah, you know, we're not going to stop making 2D games, but, you know, the door's open for more like this. I think yeah. that would be great if they I could kind so of too. balance these two things because, like, I don't... I thought Star Alley's was really good, mm-hmm. and I liked that, yeah. so I wouldn't want them to stop making games like that, but... Yeah, this really like unlocked a whole new formula for Kirby that yeah. it feels like there's a lot of room for them to grow with yeah. it too. Yeah. The thing there's more variety too. The thing I would hope that they do less of is like there were a lot of like one-off little like downloadable games that were very small in scope. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just felt very unnecessary. Yeah, it's like don't waste your time on that. Yeah, I was like, I wonder... focus your energy on making a bigger, more robust experience. Yeah, from like uh I don't know how else to say it, like from an IP management standpoint, like you don't want to just be shooting out these little mm-hmm. kind of forgettable games. Yeah, that's true. So It kind of clutters it too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it makes it feel like a little bit like shovelware, which is not great. I would say just focus on the really big, you know, major releases every couple years mm-hmm. and that's, yeah, the franchise is in great shape. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is a really good, like just a new way of looking at this franchise and yeah. so I, I hope that that continues in the future. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're we're uh, a quarter of the way through the year now. Is this is this a potential uh contender to be Goaty? on your top top 10? Not a, not Goaty, but uh, <laughs> is this is this have potential to be on your top 10 list this year? I think so. 
Yeah, I, I felt that so. way too. Yeah, it's yeah. quality. It was a really fun experience. Yeah. Like, I thought it was perfect for yeah. for a Kirby game. So those Q one games get forgotten. I always forget you can't them forget. too. Yeah. I always forget. Like <laughs> that didn't the, happen. By the time like July, August yeah. was around, I'm like, what happened in March? I don't know. <laughs> that was last what year. What I play? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, yes, Kirby, adorable. So there was that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, there was still playing Elden Ring. So I gotta say, this last week, I really, and I think you felt this way at times too. I, I really did. feel like I hit a wall, and this I was did. the first time where I was like, maybe I'm just gotten as far as I can get. I know. In this game, I'm sort of at a loss right yeah. now of what I'm supposed to be doing, yeah, like, and what I can do that's not right. sort of frustratingly impossible. Yeah. So we're both in the same area. We're in the the plateau. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're make our way into the castle. And we're kind of yeah. We're we're like right outside of the legacy dungeon. And there's this one enemy. What's it called? The, the, it's the draconic uh, tree sentinel. Yeah. And like it's giving us a lot of. Trouble. We just can't get past it. We actually tr- last night was our co-op night. Yes. Where we tried that out. But it was the it was the wrong enemy right, to try that you, out. It's pretty tough to do that to fight that enemy without a horse without torrent. So. Us trying to do it on foot was pretty tough. Yeah. Um, but even when I'm on torrent, it's pretty tough. It's hard. Yeah. 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 So, so they're having some trouble. There was a glimmer of hope afterwards because I looked up like, well, what level are you supposed to be at? And it seems we're both maybe a little under leveled for yeah. that. You're so, higher level than me, but yeah. you're still a little under maybe. So I'm thinking maybe I'll just go somewhere else yeah. and do some other stuff and just focus on leveling, leveling up, up and powering up my weapon. Yeah. And then give it another shot. <laughs> yeah, I think that is probably the right move. There's some, you know, there's there's a lot of, like, other things you can do, like other side right. quests you can yeah. do. But I don't know, something about, like, I don't want to get distracted by this, like, super long side quest. Yeah. Either. Like, I'm not really, like, there's, like, that whole storyline for, like, Ranny's Rise or whatever oh, that everyone right. keeps talking about. Care less, yeah. And I definitely unlock that area, and I, I, I talk to her and all that stuff, and I kind of very lightly started that quest yeah. line. I'm just not into it. Like, I just yeah. don't feel like I want to spend time to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I do think maybe, like, just doing a bit of, <laughs> bit of like, grinding, grinding. almost. Yeah. And just finding places to get, like, you know, stronger enemies um, to get more runes is probably the right yeah. move. Like, I looked I looked up a couple of areas yeah. that maybe has... Um, some, a good way to do that, yeah. but it's just tough right now. I think feels... I think it pays to be discerning about which of those quests you do because yeah. you might in the end like you might get a weapon that you can't use or is not what you want. Exactly. So, I mean, you'll get some experience out of it, but with a game this big, like unless your philosophy is like I'm going to just do everything. And, oh my gosh, how? And this is the only thing I'm going to play for the next three years. Yeah, but that's we got to keep it moving. We got to keep moving. Yeah. But I, you know, this is the first time I had a thought that like maybe I can't beat this game. Oh no! Oh, the game or this boss? The game. The game. I'm just like, am I stuck now? Like, oh, oh no. I yeah. felt a little bit like disappointed. Yeah. But do you feel like it's impossible to beat this boss? No, but it just seems like they're just getting so hard. Yeah. <laughs> like the this first is... couple of bosses, I was like, yeah. okay. This boss does seem to have a checkered reputation of being a little cheap. It's a little so maybe cheap. it won't be so bad once you get past it. I hope so. Yeah. Everyone says that the um, the legacy dungeon, the Lindell Capital Legacy Dungeon is supposed to be okay, but then you uh, have to fight two really yeah. strong bosses in there. Like right. you have to fight, like I think, yeah, those two bosses. Well, don't get ahead of yourself. Hard. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, am I going to be able to make it? But our multiplayer session was kind of fun. Like I, I didn't yeah. like it, so yeah. I joined your game. Right. I was summoned. So the person that gets summoned, you do get like um, 
like your potions are in half, so you don't get all your you know all your yeah. stuff. But neither of us can use a horse. Neither That's of us a bit can use of a, a bummer. Horse. We are a little bit slower, but we were able to take down a couple of bosses together. Yeah. And yeah. then I ended up because I helped you defeat one of the bosses in your game. When I went back to my game, I had like. Thirty thousand plus runes. Yeah. So it was like actually like worth, it's a good worth reason for worthy worthy run it. for me because we played for like two hours, maybe like an hour and a half, two hours, and that was a large yeah. amount of runes I to get for that. I think if we had beaten that boss, you would still need to do it again. It wouldn't have counted right in your game, but it does count in your game, right? Oh yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we didn't do it, but <laughs> right, right, right. Counted. But we would have just come into my <clears throat> game and we would have done yeah. it again, which right. would have been then, then you would have gotten all those runes too, which would be really nice. Yeah. You get it twice, basically. Right. So that's actually kind of worth it. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was fun. It, it definitely like, you know, it, it's kind of a process to put the multiplayer password in and then summon yeah. the person in, and if you die, then you basically have to get reset back in. Yeah. But we were okay. Towards the end of that session, like, I think it kind of got yeah. of it a little bit more. Yeah, the multiplayer is interesting. I didn't totally grasp all the stuff you could do in multiplayer yeah. before. And there's really a lot there. Yeah. But again, they don't really tell you about it but at the, all. The other thing that's kind of, like, kind of lame and a little bit, like, challenging is that like you can't go to a save point and like refill your potions yeah. or like why yeah. would they let you do that so you can just keep playing multiplayer with your friends i don't know why though please tell us please send a letter please send <laughs> in a self-addressed stamped envelope, envelope to, to japan <laughs> <laughs> straight to japan yeah so I, I mean there's like things a lot of things you can do but a lot of things you can't yeah. so it's like kind of confusing yeah but I didn't just like the experience. It was actually yeah. pretty fun. So this might, I don't know, maybe this is a make or break week for us in Elden Ring. I know. Maybe this is the week I'll go back to Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, no. Oh, I, I really mean, Horizon to, Forbidden West. I, oh really, I really have to laugh at that. I forgot the name of the game because I haven't <laughs> played I, it for so long. If I play something else, I'm definitely not going to that. Not because I don't like that game because it's, it's just too similar of like a I big know, open world. It's I like, know. You, this is exactly what happened of, to you. It's been a lot of open world. Should we start with Pokemon and... January, it's been a lot I of open world. about that already. We need to... Is that in your top 10? I forgot about it, you but, see? So no? I don't know. I That's def- that would definitely be I need to think a about contender. It. Don't ask me right now. The year's not going. It's over. only April. You've... It's a packed year. You need to decide now. Stop it. Lest you forget. <laughs> Better write this down in a notebook or something. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Tunic, okay. Tunic's on this list. Did you play Tunic this I week? I didn't play Tunic this I week. I didn't really either, but yeah. I... I... I think we talk about this where before I was like, I really don't want to use guides with this game. I think I might have to start using guides. But I heard enough people talking about it. I was like, no, there's a lot of stuff that you can just miss right. completely. Yes. So I feel like I'm just going to see how far I can go. And I'm sure at some point mm-hmm. my old brain's just going to poop, poop out. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to need to. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's a good way of looking yeah. at it. Yeah, that might be. Maybe I do need to take a breather from Elden Ring. And what is the deal I with these papers? I keep dropping these papers. You, okay, you have a real beef with paper clips or staples. You like never hand me a stack of papers. I mean, you can paper clip. You your basically own papers. slapped me in the face with these papers last time, and I, I just like, Ooh, had to slink away. Was the paper clip you leave a mark on your face? Could you put one on my paper? <laughs> Staple. It a mark? left a mark like silly putty on my face. It said Episode Seven. It said never <laughs> use a Roman numeral again. Boom. Ow! <laughs> Right, like with. <laughs> my face I need this face that's all go. I've got oh it's all I'm holding on for dear life <laughs> <laughs> it's the brain underneath that we're more um, interested in so no so no tunic 
No, two. May, maybe next week. Maybe yeah. next week. We'll check back. Uh, but Eglia, though. Eglia Rebirth. Yes. So we did we did dabble with we this did dabble. a little bit. Yes, yes. This um, is kind of cool. We're really excited about um, getting some time with the developer, yes. though. Yes. And, so, uh, yeah, so we, we, we yeah. wanted to play a little bit and, and share that with you yeah. guys. And you guys can send in your great questions. So is this great. is really, um, you know, like we were doing the eShop swap. Like, this is in that camp of, like, I knew nothing about right. this game. Same here. Yeah. Um, but it's, I guess this is kind of a, you know, adapted version of a of, mobile of a game. game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I th- this really reminded me of like, I was like, what? what kind of game is this? Because it's kind of an unusual genre, I would it say. Is. But it kind yeah. of felt like, it's like, it feels like a PSP or like a DS or 3DS game. It kind of feels like a 3DS game to me. <clears throat> that would really yeah. have like a strong cult following. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely kind of built for that like handheld type thing. Absolutely play, handheld, so. yeah. Very nice on Switch handheld. Right, right. Um, it has some interesting like mechanics too. Like, of course, there's like the RPG element of it, but there's like they introduced this thing with the dice rolling. That's yeah, that's kind of interesting. So, I mean, take it or leave it because RPGs usually you're like you know you want to be more a little bit more strategic yeah. in the way that you approach a game like that. But the dice rolling is a little bit like Mario Party kind of where it's like a, there's an there's an element of chance that yeah. you can't control. Yeah. And maybe you don't like that, but maybe you do. I kind of thought it was kind of interesting, honestly. Like, I, I was like, well, I'm not able to be, you know, as calculating as I normally would for a game, like, of this type. But it's kind of nice to just, like, not know and yeah. leave it up to chance with the dice Yeah, roll. Yeah, it sort of seemed like there were, like, two main phases of the game. Yeah. There's one where you're, like, in your town and mm-hmm. you're building the town the up. Town you're, you're, like, this part. little, like, elf looking Mm -hmm. guy yeah and then you like expand your map by collecting these eggs right right but in the town it's like you can like build out your house and you can Mm -hmm. make friends with people and build your relationships they they can like build new things after you make relationships with them and then they'll accompany you into the battle phase right which like it's just sort of like on this grid which you and you like you were talking about you roll the dice and that controls how far you can move yeah and And, like the battle i couldn't tell if you if you roll a higher number do you do more damage you do okay yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why people say, like, oh, maybe I don't like this because I, I don't know for sure if I'm going to be able to beat this enemy. Yeah. Because it's kind of dependent on the dice right, roll. Right, right. Yeah. But um, it really, like, there were a lot of mechanical elements to mm-hmm. it that I was like, whoa, this is, you know, kind of more than I was expecting, expecting here. Yeah, totally. After doing, like, the, the basic tutorial, there's, like, more that they Way come at more. you with. Where, yeah. again, these helpers and you can, like, Position them in certain ways where they're doing get different attributes or giving mm-hmm. you different buffs. Almost like Fire Emblem in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and I really liked the art style. A lot of it's very like hand drawn, yeah. kind of. I don't know what what it's like the like the painted that kind genre of. of fantasy. I would call it. Yeah, it's kind like of a storybook almost. Yeah, story. I, I love that that yeah. that art style for for fantasy games like. This. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of some of those like um, the developer Vanilla Soft. Um, But I think with sort of like a a softer edge than some of their art can be Mm -hmm. a bit, um, you know, more more mature. But this this felt very like wholesome, but still in a very like artistically pleasing way. Yeah, and it did did kind of have like a cozy games vibe. It's very like relaxing and cute, and the town building part is actually really fun too. Because even the customization that you have in there is like pretty like pretty involved. Like you can even like also almost like Animal Crossing where you could like rearrange the furniture right. and do all these things and really like customize yeah, yeah. Um, sort of this environment. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty pretty cool too that in both those phases of like the town building and the battle, there there was a lot like to do. So. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And then sort of the development 
you know, legacy of, of you know, Mr. Kameoka and the studio is interesting. So the, the studio that, that made this game is called Brownies. Mm-hmm. And they were previously a group of people who worked at Brownie Brown, which was acquired by Nintendo and became One Up Studio. And, you know, if you look at their credits, they were sort of like support on all sorts of um, different games. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, yeah, he was with um, Nintendo working on um, Mother 3, was the producer, um, and then worked on a number of uh, Mana games with Square Enix. Mm-hmm. So quite, um, you know, quite the career yeah. for him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah and we, we have the opportunity for you all to ask him some questions. Yes, yes, please do. So please leave us uh, a comment with a question and yes. we will pass it along to him. It might not be, I don't know how quickly they can turn it around because there's a lot of translation involved. Yeah, we'll give him some time to answer your questions thoughtfully. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll actually for the first time, because we know we, we do all of our questions for the podcast usually on Patreon, but we'll open it up to everyone watching on YouTube. Right, right. So leave your question in the comment below. We're going to select 10 questions to um, to ask him. And as a special treat, if your question gets selected, you actually get a code for the game. So yeah, yeah. ask a, a good question and you'll get a code and hopefully um, you'll get to try out the game and enjoy it yourself. Yeah. And we asked him, he's like, gosh, is it okay if people, you know, are curious about Mother 3? And yes. he said, yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah. Obviously, you know, he, he can't talk about everything regarding it. But, right. You know, but he from, certainly has his own personal experiences yeah, to share. So very closely Take involved. this opportunity to ask your burning questions, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, ask about that. Ask it. You know, I want to get some questions about Eglia too. So, yeah, of um, course. So throw them in there. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a very yeah, and cool if you, thing. Yeah, and if you've played the game or tried the game out, like, we would love to hear your thoughts as right. well. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But very cool. Very cool little game. And we're, we're so happy to get the opportunity to uh, work with Mr. Kamiko yeah. on this. Yeah. There is one other game that now is, is kind of creeping up on my um, interest meter. Oh. Which I had previously written off of like, I'm not into this. Which oh. is Which is this... Um, Final Fantasy action game, uh, oh. Stranger of Paradise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I had maybe the wrong impression of what that game was. I thought it was more of like a Devil May Cry, just like hardcore, like action, character action game, which yep. I don't love that genre so much. But from what I'm hearing, it seems like it's more of like, like a lot of people call it a loot game, where you're just constantly getting loot and you're trying to get the best mm-hmm. loot and... I didn't realize you could play the game like co-op the whole way either. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. That's interesting to me too. There's a demo. I downloaded the demo. I haven't tried it yet, but okay. I, I think if, if I have time this week, I'm going to check it out. Dabble. But I still remain very confused about like what it is. the creative direction of that game where it's like, <laughs> oh, it's set like in the Final Fantasy 1 universe, which is this extremely like high fantasy, but this is a yeah. guy in like diesel jeans and like <laughs> an afflicted t-shirt, so... I don't Maybe know. Or a Switch shirt in Breath of the Wild. That's true. Don't judge someone by their fashion choice. I'm confused. <laughs> hey, it works. Yeah. It works. Why not? So maybe, maybe we'll have something to say about that yeah. next week. We'll see. Okay. All right. All right. We are. Oh, you know what that means. Time for the news. All right. First thing lit on the list. E3 2022 officially canceled. Canceled. We were so confused because we were like, didn't this get canceled like months ago? What happened? Yeah, I really was confused. I saw Roger from yes. Roger's Base yes. say the exact same thing. Is it, is it just me or was yeah. this canceled like months ago? And so I, I guess. Just, I don't understand. So, so I guess funny. what was canceled was the physical, physical E3, event. but they yeah. left the door open for like a, like a virtual, like, like last year. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, 
I think most people agreed that that was not the best no. experience. Surely um, wasn't. Certainly my experience working on it was not the best. <laughs> um, a oh, little, no. you could definitely do better, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what this means for, you know, whatever you're going to do with big announcements this yeah. summer. Well, they did say in quotations, uh, announcing that E3 will return in 2023 with right. a quote-unquote, a reinvigorated oh boy. showcase. Don't know what that means. They're getting their activations together. They're, oh my gosh. <laughs> getting ready to activate. They're getting ready to find the lowest hanging fruit. We're going to monetize teams. Activate We're going to activate the those Z, teams. Though, we got we to gotta activate them immediately. They're not the They're, teens anymore. Gen Z. Teens. Teens. <laughs> Tweens and Tween, teens. Tweens and teens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so 2023, E3, this is not the end of E3. No. I don't That's a long ways away though. I'm, I'm thinking about this year. So Jeff Keighley, he had this tweet ready in his drafts. Oh, he's he, always ready. He's, he is so on top of <laughs> yeah. his stuff, which I just got to appreciate yeah. that, you know? Like 30 seconds later, like, like boom, bam, summer game, game, fest. game fest right we'll here. We'll be back. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. I think that will carry the torch for, oh, for a lot sure. of um, yeah. the news. And that's going to be fun. I mean, he yeah. did a good job last year. Yeah. Um, but do you always. think, like, you know, last year, I think everybody mostly stuck to one or the other, which was right. in, like, a close proximity. Do you think yeah. there's any companies that's like, we're just not going to do something this summer? Like, we'll find another time. Like, EA, EA was EA like... already... They were we, early in the game yeah. of that. Nintendo will definitely have some sort of thing, mm. for sure. I, I, I predict... I predict now. This is not based on any knowledge we have no, because we do not have it. I don't know any more things. We do like, not. I told, I told you guys very Brain clearly. Brain is empty. Even in January when that first direct came yes. out, I knew nothing. I don't know anything. I don't talk to anybody. I don't know. My prediction. Okay. I'm looking into my Krista crystal ball. <laughs> the crystal ball. <laughs> the crystal ball. Yes. And I think there's going to be a direct in June. Yeah. I think it's fair. Um, I think most companies... I mean, we're in, what, what month is this now? April? April. I mean, we're not far. We're not far. So. Not at all. And those are big announcements. Those take a long time to plan. Mm-hmm. I think I think more than not. We'll still we'll be still see it. around that. I think so. Ballpark. I think people are still in the in this cycle. Yeah. For better or worse. We've like condition, conditioned yeah. the industry into this cycle. And now, like, like we were talking about before, developers and stuff like that, they will like take time to put something together for E3, you know? And so I think people are still doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think uh, Game Fest will will be great, a great sort of umbrella for it. So if there's other things happening um, around that timing, it just makes that whole thing feel a little bit more substantial. Yeah. Um, Which is, again, that was one thing about, you know, E3 timing in June that I really loved. It's like we all like came together like everybody in the industry, all the fans, we were all, all knew that we can expect something really fun to happen in mm-hmm. June and new exciting announcements. And now, it, now you know, it does, definitely feels a little bit like, so when are things going to get announced? You know, right, so I, I'll right. be I'll be glad to see that there's going to be some some sort of happenings yeah. around that time. And Summer Game Fest last year was great. I I really didn't know what to expect from that going in, but yeah. it, it felt like you know the Game Awards minus the awards with yeah. all of the announcements and stuff yeah and exactly I you need I, you need these moments during the year to like yeah. have yeah. something for people to rally around yeah. and, I, and i trust jeff to do a great to, job with that and, and represent the industry so yeah, yeah so that's great yeah yeah exactly uh there was a switch sports overview trailer which best was part released. about that trailer you can use me's well we knew that I know, but I just wanted so to So you see watched it. it. Un- watched unlike it. The, all the other prep you were supposed to do for this episode, Excuse did you actually watch you. this? Did you? I watched it. Okay. Full all the way through. Um, I don't know. 
I thought this game looked a lot better than it did um, in the initial announcement. Yeah. Um, I know you can't speak of your time with the beta test no, because don't. that the is ninjas uh, are watching for, and forbidden. Or forboden. <laughs> I didn't even get into it, so I don't have anything you, to you say. You couldn't get in. I couldn't the, get in. The internet failed you. No, it was like, oh, we're not doing this now. Like, oh. it's not just happening all the time. Oh, Nintendo. That was silly. Um, <laughs> and I almost got, like, taken out. Yeah. So, anyways, um, but what I really did like yeah. is that, you know, this game is obviously all around, like, motion and, and yeah. getting up and moving around and stuff like that. But, like, it's cool that when you're playing a game like volleyball or something like that, like, you really have to, like, do the motions yeah. of real volleyball. Um, and it's, it seems like that way for all the sports as well. So yeah. it's kind of cool. And you have that, like, leg strap yeah. thing. And so it does feel like you truly are, like, it's a, there's a point for you to stand up and actually like yeah. move for wheels, yeah. you know? It's nice. I did really come away from this wanting a bit more variety in the sports. Mm. So you have tennis and you have badminton. It's like, uh, Is it similar? it's kind of Probably. the same yeah. thing. So there's tennis, badminton, volleyball, bowling. There's a sword. Uh, chambara. And soccer. I think I said soccer. Those are the, oh. Yeah. Okay, did you? Well, sure. Um, so there's six, and then they said they're, they're adding, adding golf, golf later. But I think back mm. to like you know Wii Sports Resort, which is I think at the, this the point pinnacle underrated yeah. at this point. Pinnacle, absolutely of underrated. In that had terms of that had a great um, basketball shooting. Oh yeah. Um, I would like the boxing to come I, back. I do not want that to come back. <laughs> Why well, like was the boxing? That was bad. Baseball though, I liked baseball. I don't like that one. Pitching and, and swinging the bat. No. That's that's a perfect fit for this. Um, I just felt like there were like a handful of others. Oh, there was. Oh, the archery was so oh, good. Oh, the archery was good. Where is that? Maybe they'll bring it back. DLC. Links crossbow uh, training DLC. But again, you just don't know. Like it's like, all right, I'm, I'm obviously going to get this like day one. Yeah. And I'm going to be excited for those. But it's like, oh, I just wish there was a little more mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think maybe that just leaves room for. DLC or something like that. Yeah. Like a, num- like a, like a you know, like Switch, or Switch Sports, Wii Sports, and then Wii Sports Resort was like a full other experience. Yeah. Maybe there's like a thing like that yeah. in the works. Um, the online seems kind of cool, like the, 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 the large-scale the large bowling. bowling. That's what I wanted to do in the beta four, test. The four-on-four soccer matches. Like, that yeah. could be kind of fun. I don't know. Soccer with the... I don't know if I want to put on this... kick it. I don't know if put, I want to put on this... Leg leg. That might be thing. going a little... That might be a bit too much effort for me. Really? Can I just stay on the couch? When we, I, there was a time where I watched some of um, the testers play Wii Sports Resort, and it totally like broke the illusion of that game because they were totally doing not the right motion. That's true. Like we yeah. were playing like basketball, and they were just like sitting down, and just like flick their wrist and like get it in every time. I know. I was like, oh, you have broken this down to the minimum motion because you need to do. They have to, to do, do it so much, you and they just... were perfect at it. Yeah, but I, but, I would get no, up and you... kick the ball. All right. I think it's good exercise. We might be doing it on the Kit and the Krista show. Studio is we have very. To, we, we need to clear need to this clear, space. Clear some space. Just yeah. like just like that loading screen says. Make you sure you have adequate stretch. As I break yeah. a yeah, as I break like, an expensive you. antique vase here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Now we have these two kind of like interesting, just like what it's like to work in the industry stories. Well, there's three of them because oh and, yeah, and they're all about money, cash, money. Walking around money. <laughs> you gotta have it. You gotta have it. You gotta want it. So one of these is good news. One of these is bad news. And the other is just kind of an interesting little tidbit. Yes. Um, the good start, news. We'll start with the good news. Capcom. Uh, Capcom is raising employee salaries by 30%. That's a huge That's a lot. raise. Wow. First of all. But we don't know where they started. So 
So I was I couldn't tell from this story if is that every employee or just developers? Because mm. they did have this line of like these initiatives are intended to retain game developer talent and boost overall productivity. Mm. So you know, if, if we were working at Capcom, you, you gotta wonder, like, hey, do I get a little, get to wet my beak here a little bit? Um, but no, I mean, I think you know, either way, that's great news. That's yeah. a, it's extremely forward looking for yeah. Capcom. Obviously, Capcom's had a really great couple years. So yeah, yeah. So maybe they can afford to do that. To be, but also to to you know to be that appreciative of your yeah. of your um, employee force, right? And, and just yeah, exactly. Be very forward looking and very progressive and. Um, yeah, that's not something you really see a lot <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from corporations, yeah. from businesses. Yeah, so that's I mean, they, they yeah. really must understand, like, you know, this is our, our lifeblood, these developers and their yeah. creations. You know, that's what, 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 what got re- us here. Keep, so uh, Keep trying to retain them and, and yeah. make sure that they're happy and able to sustain themselves, their livelihood, working at, at right. this company, right? Yeah, so. I, I almost had to do a double take when I saw this 30% story. 30% is a like, huge amount. So 30%? Capcom? What? <laughs> the Great Resignation is among yeah. us. Oh, no. My gosh. Yeah. Um, so, you know, from from a very forward-looking story to a rather backwards yeah. story, Sony laid off 90 people mm-hmm. um, of their PlayStation business amid shift away from retail. So yeah. I, so this article from IGN sort of explains. interesting, yeah. Um, like this, physical retail is so, what they mean. Sony is shutting down its merchandiser team in the U.S., a group that included individuals whose job it was to connect with retail store staff and prepare them to sell PlayStation products. Mm-hmm. Other retail marketing jobs were also impacted. Yeah. So we had similar teams we at did. Nintendo. Yeah, there was a retail strategy team at Nintendo. But there's also people all around the country whose job it is to like go into stores right. and make sure stuff is looking right. And, and then you go in and service the demo stations in exactly. the stores. Like if you go into a Target and you see like... A switch there. Yeah. Someone is there like that works at Nintendo that's taking care of right. said yeah. switch. Yeah, and those are real Nintendo employees. Yeah. Um, yeah. And those people have a huge amount of pride in what they're doing. Right. Um, and the, they, they have some of the longest longevity with the company. Yeah. There's many of those those folks around the country that we've met that's like, I've been at Nintendo for right. 40 years, 30 years. So they I truly... Got, we count a few as valued Patreon members ourselves yeah i mean Um, they're amazing and the the dedication they have towards their work is really incredible so it's like yeah i get that you know the shift at retail is happening but i don't know in what world you don't need that kind of work yeah exactly and okay if you do feel so strongly that you don't need it why don't you try to find something else for these people to do instead of just cutting it's only 90 people too it's so it's kind of a weird number yeah because, like, okay, if you think about a company that does, like, maybe a massive layoff, like, right. we're going to lay off, like, 4,000 people or yeah. something like that, or whatever, you know, number that feels like we really can't find new jobs yeah. for 4,000 people. But you would think at a company the size of Sony, like, probably find jobs for 90 people. Yeah. Like, geez. So this is kind of like a drum I've been banging is, like, Sony is, like, acting equal parts, like, it's rich, but it's also broke. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, which one is it? Yeah. Um, because exactly. you know companies that are you know doing well and making money, they don't. They don't do. You don't, stuff you don't like need this. to do this. Yeah. And this is where I think we have to give Nintendo the ultimate props of like, look, we went through the Wii U days when things were bad, and we were safe as can be. We never. Yeah. Felt nobody in danger ever. Nobody had to worry about in that. Um, Super stable and company. The company made it a priority to not disrupt. You know the work and the people um, and your pay. Yeah, so 
Yeah. And, you know, for them to do this at a point where they're, you know, literally cannot keep this product on the shelves, it's like, mm-hmm. I just, again. And they have, like, so many AAA titles that they're selling, yeah. like, boatloads of. So it's right. like, it's not like no one's buying your games or buying your product. So what's the deal? Yeah. You know? So I, I was disappointed by that. Yeah. Yeah. And then this last one, this was interesting. This is so um, interesting. So Yacht Club Games, just out of the blue, posted um, on their blog this really detailed article about their budget. Basically their financials. I thought that was so cool um, how transparent they are. Yeah. They, they really broke it down to like how many employees they have, how many games are development are in development, what it costs to develop these yeah. games, what does that mean for their bottom line? Right. Like how does it how is the company in terms of um, like financial stability right. and how it can continue. What is your cash position? What, what is, is your li- What is your liquidity? I don't know the answer. Even though we own our own business now, it's like, I have no idea. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Failing. You also don't have access to those accounts. I don't either. I mean, come on. I don't know what's going on. You don't know what I'm doing behind the scenes. I'm cooking these books. You're cooking them. You're moving everything to the Cayman oh, account? No. What's going on? Um, um, but the way that they share the news, too, was in such like a yacht club way where yeah. everything was like very conversational right. and like, I don't know. I just really I wasn't sure it. what motivated them to do this. I wasn't sure if they had some goal that they uh, yeah. had or um, they just wanted you to know because it's a lot of like and you know the game industry you don't hear about this much like and especially yeah. you don't hear about game budgets like that was something we never heard about it no. nintendo was yeah. like oh this that game was like so this game costs x amount which i would be fascinating to know i would love to know but i don't think we'll um, ever know we can no. probably speculate but yeah. it, it wouldn't be yeah. very accurate no clue at all yeah so you know maybe you find the link and, and check it out it, it's so detailed though um it's an interesting read if, if that's yeah, uh, up if you're your alley. Into like data and like looking at, you know, sort of the cost of, of producing something like yeah, what, like club, um, games. Really, do. the nuts and bolts of the industry of yeah. how these companies. I think it's keep pretty it, cool. Keep it afloat. Yeah, yeah, it's See good that? to afloat, know. Afloat the yacht, get it? You got it. I'm oh. on the next level. I'm playing that forty chess. <laughs> <laughs> Kitarati knows. The three-dimensional chess. You gotta be in the kit. If you're still playing 3D chess, come on. Kitarati's <laughs> on. We're, we're getting ready for 5D. <laughs> All, right. All right. We questions. have not a hot dozen, a hot baker's dozen. <gasps> 13 questions. We have today? 13 questions. Count them. Dang. Uh, that's all, that's so, awesome. So we Keep better get coming. started. This question, I love this first question. I hope okay. you I hope you prepared for I this. I prepared for this one. Brian, bro, Britain? Patton. Britain Patton. If Nintendo gave you full creative control to pick one of their IPs and give it the cadence of Hyrule treatment, what IP would you choose? What indie studio would you partner with to develop the game? Mm-hmm. And what kind of game would it be? I love this. I love this question. Okay. <laughs> so you're ready? Like, ah. Go, please. I would do this with Splatoon. Oh, because already. Because it's such like a... Well, we already kind of complained about Splatoon 3 looking yeah. a little samey-same. But the game is, it has such a cool factor yeah. where it's like very like fashionable and like the characters are really like interesting yeah. and there's like a lot of different characters to choose from. So I would do it with Splatoon. Mm-hmm. The indie studio I partner to part I would partner to develop this game would be Supergiant. Hmm. And I would make it into like a Hades kind of game where it's like um, you know, like, like a, an isometric yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, okay. with like really cool music. Or would it be? Would it still be a multiplayer focus game or something else? No, I I like the single player mode okay. actually in Splatoon better than multiplayer. It's huh. just like blasphemous to say, I'm sure. But okay, I feel like that needs more attention. All right, so that would be really cool to see it in that like sort of the the super giant huh. art style. Yeah, but with like the cool factor of Splatoon 
and um, with like really great music from Darren. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I also cool. I also chose Super Giant. I think I have a better choice than you. You do. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of these where it's like, oh, there's an easy like have the Axiom Verge guy do. Um, Metroid. Oh, okay. Because that game basically is Metroid. Is Metroid so there's yeah. no need to go a little bit further. Yeah, here. yeah, different. So, Super Giant, you were complaining recently about Paper Mario. Oh. What if you let. And, but, but, I don't know how Paper Mario became the de facto Mario RPG series. Okay. It's like, maybe that's one of the problems. That it is an RPG? No, that it's just like you have this Paper Mario trapping. And I'm just going to say, let them make a Mario RPG. If you want it to okay. be Paper Mario, fine. If you want it to be Mario and Luigi, fine. If you want to go back to Mario RPG from the SNES. Fine. It's like, just... Let them do just it. Just let them decide. Let them cook. <laughs> let them go. Um, okay, that's kind of interesting. Because their games are always so, like, again, mechanically dense. Right. I think that's, like, what they're best at. But also, like, you think about, like, how much dialogue was there in Hades? Mm -hmm. How much writing was in Hades? Yeah. If they did that in a Mario RPG game. That'd be cool. And how yeah. just, like, sharp and funny that is. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's a bit of a tonal change. Yeah. But I feel like they could really pull can, it off. They can give it the cool factor. If you gave them the creative freedom License to do that. to do it, yeah. Yeah. This is where, you know what? I do need to give some props to Sonic the Hedgehog here. Oh! A long time ago, there was the... Didn't see that coming. There was the Sonic... DS RPG that was done by Bioware. Oh, that's right. And I, I was like, that. wow, that's a really... Like, ballsy un move. I would never have expected that to yeah. happen. I didn't play that game, of course, <laughs> but I give them credit for trying. Okay, wow. Um, there you go. Brooke. But I think this is I think this is such a, like, cool question. Like, I love I would, I would question. love to hear in the comments if anybody has other just yeah. pairings. Yeah, um, but I'm, I love how we mind. both went straight to Supergiant yeah. for anything because they're so amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, Brooke Obscura. Were you surprised to see gaming news outlets reporting your thoughts and opinions about Nintendo? Has this impacted you in any way? Yeah, so we got uh, aggregated a little bit, mm -hmm. as they say. It was our comments from the Nintendo Switch online. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was not surprised. Mm -hmm. I, I was a little surprised that it didn't happen sooner. sooner. Um, and I think the reason for that is like, I think we really do feel like what we are sharing and talking about is completely unique yeah. in like this, this space of people who are making content. So yeah. I think it makes sense that, you know, people would want to take note of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, you know, we, we truly do have like the background on some of this yeah. stuff to share a more informed opinion, I think. Right. So I think it's great. You know, I I hope that, you know, more people, f like, find these opinions interesting and, you know, different than yeah. what's out there right now. And, yeah. Yeah. I thought that, you know, maybe some of the delivery of that was, you know, maybe twisting a little bit of what, you know, <laughs> the original well, intent was. Well, they need was. to make it a little clickable, yeah, like, but clickable I get that headline. That's, but like, what they do with it, so. It's fine. It's, like, it's what yeah. happens in media. Comes you with, need a, you comes need with a good the territory. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Captain Next Alex up. is back. Yes. Is there a launch campaign or a launch event that you feel was underwhelming or a complete waste of money, in your opinion? <laughs> the Kirby, quote, activation <laughs> that I see happening at Universal City it. Walk seems like an expensive ad campaign with what I would imagine aren't super high returns, but intrigued yeah. to hear your thoughts on what campaigns, if any, in your career just didn't meet personal or company expectations. Mm -hmm. 
That Universal City Walk thing looks really cool, actually. It does look cool. Yeah. The, there is so there is a different team at Nintendo that runs all of these like consumer events right. it's called the Experiential Marketing Team, yep. and they do some amazing stuff. Like the the Animal Crossing booth at Paxi's that we talked about a few episodes yeah, ago. Yeah. That was that was led through their team. Um, yeah. But the, the nature of it is when you do something very physical, like a big you know spectacle. Yeah. It's it is super expensive. Right, we we'd right. be in lots of conversations and meetings about like if we wanted to do something like this or if a team wanted to do something like this for a launch campaign. Like we need to make sure that there is so many touch points to make it worth doing. Yeah. So that was definitely and, a conversation. That and that was, was often the bars like would just break out of whatever local market it's in and become yeah. like you know if you're not there, are you going to hear about it or see about mm-hmm. it and get excited? Or see photos of it So or I'm sure there's yeah. all sorts of other, you know, hooks into that particular event that you don't see. Um, <clears throat> I will say, like, that was not always the case. Right. And I did feel often that some of those events we did were a lot of work for not a lot of return. return yeah. Like, there was, a, there was a, like, a couple of years where we were doing a lot of stuff at Rockefeller Center. Yeah. And Rockefeller Center, being in that plaza is very... Like costly, you know, right. because it's the middle of New York City yeah. and like most famous, well, one of the most famous locations yeah. in probably the world, mm-hmm. right? And we happened to have the Nintendo New York store there, yeah. which was good, but we sort of got like pigeonholed into doing all these events there all the time that I felt was pretty expensive, but yeah. you, it was very localized to the people right. that were already going to come yeah. to the New York store anyway. But there was even another like smaller tier of of event that was just like a template, like a rinse and repeat in the store. Yeah, 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 totally. I I ended up being a part of a lot of those. And Mm -hmm. I remember one for, um, on the DS, the Adventures of Starfy, which was pretty early in my career. And it was like, oh, well, here's what you got to do. And this is what this event is. And just do that. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I flew out to New York for it and did it. And I was like, what was the point of this? Right. Starfy was such an interesting um, moment in time because... There was this huge campaign. They were like, Starfy's the next Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to make Starfy into the next Kirby. So they did a whole bunch of stuff. They did have that Starfy costume, which I was, was going to say, which was amazing, but also kind of a waste. Because yeah. when did we ever see that we costume haven't, again? We like, haven't. Like, never. Starfy cases. And who remembers who Starfy is? Yeah. Like, no one. Those people are going to come after you next. Okay. One week come at the, me. One week at the Echidna, these Aerith people are still... Getting the pitchforks out. I'm not convinced out. by now, next to Starfy comments, people. Okay, come oh at me. Gosh. I'm ready for all of you. Come at me. Jeez. Um, but yes, these are these events are always interesting. Uh, okay. Next question from S Parts Fifty. Hopefully, I pronounced that. S Parts. S Parts Fifty. Yeah. Fifty. <clears throat> question for both Kit and Krista. Where are the, will there be guests in your podcast? Voice actors, actresses, gaming YouTubers, and journalists? Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. Hopefully we are getting close. We are getting close. We have been experimenting. Obviously, you know, they're not going to pull up to Krista's mom's house. And, I mean, they're uh, welcome join to, us. but that Prob- might be kind of yeah. hard for most people. <laughs> so we think we've got some good solutions, and uh, hopefully soon-ish we'll have some, yeah, some guests. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We're excited about it because we can't wait to have people We made a on. list, a great list. A really long list, actually. Super great. Yes. Uh, Gar. Hi, Kit and Krista. What was it like balancing being being a professional... Saying that, professional. (laughs) Were you not? I don't know. Sometimes no. At Nintendo while also being a fan of their games and moments where the company would make a disappointing move or release a disappointing product. uh, Was there an atmosphere of being able to express that emotion there or was it something that you'd have to save for like happy hours outside of the office? That's a great question. So... I think this is like, 
a bigger than Nintendo topic yeah. where it's like it when you're at a job and you're spending so much time at a job, right. it is great to have somebody that you can just have an honest conversation with like yes. you, like you and I had. Yeah. Where like Sometimes you need to vent. Yeah. You know, there's moments of frustration there's value at any to that. job. Right. But especially at, at Nintendo because we both cared so much yeah. about Nintendo. We just wanted the best for Nintendo and sometimes Nintendo would do things that we'd be like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. And you're not going to like dial up Reggie and be like, bro, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, sometimes we could dial Yeah. Up. And there, you know, there was, you know, a lot of people that, you know, wouldn't be open to having that conversation yeah. or, or wouldn't understand necessarily exactly. what you're, why you're there's, so there's upset. Definitely, you know, there's certain people that would like, quote unquote, drink the company Kool-Aid. Yeah. And you, you would know not to like have those conversations right. with those people because they just wouldn't understand. So Yeah, so I think that's just a career life tip is, yeah. you know, find find somebody who's like-minded like you that, that you can just that can be, feel, you can feel very comfortable being and you trust honest them. with. And Not yes, to like yes. rat you out you, to you your need boss to trust or something them. like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's tough if you don't have that because yeah. you just, yeah. Because I mean, of course there's going to be moments of disappointment and of course there's going to be products that you're not going to love. and. Mm-hmm. Com- the company will, of course, make decisions that is going to make you scratch your head. Yeah. Because that's... And that'll happen anywhere. That's going to happen anywhere. Yeah. I would say another thing on this topic, and <clears throat> I, I talked about this a little bit, is that sometimes it's really difficult to work at your dream job, you mm. know, because you do end up giving them a lot of excuses when, you know, you're not... When you're... When you're um, having a hard time. So I sure like, had a, I sure heard a lot of those excuses from you. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> it was all your fault. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes, you know, you're like really overworked and tired and, you know, and you just keep going because you just want Nintendo to be okay. But and you make it, make excuses for yourself to like, just keep going, just keep going, you know, because this is Nintendo. Yeah. But like, you really should not do that. I wouldn't recommend that. We're certainly not doing it with this operation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to take a nap after this. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, next, Jordan Collette. I know most leaks are legit, but are there any leaks done by people in the industry to hype up a oh, game? Oh, yeah. This I, is like a big thing that people always talk about. You like, always hear about this? This isn't true, I was like, oh, was this leak pre, no. prefabricated or was this part of their plan? We're like, not that smart I in don't the think it is. We're not. Like, there's, oh my gosh, there were so many stories where like Nintendo was keeping a warehouse full of Wii's. Yeah. And that and that's why the shortage is manufactured. I'm like, right. bro, no. Yeah. <laughs> like that would cause those things cause so much more problems right. than it's worth the like the PR around it. Yeah. yeah. There's that no. I mean, maybe somewhere sometimes somebody tried this, but I can't imagine it being a good it probably thing, didn't end thing up to do. Well. It could blow up in your face in a million can, different ways. Yeah, and just not be worth yeah. it at all. Yeah. Uh, Just Camtro. Hello, KNK. I'm curious about your thoughts on what's happening with the Me franchise. For one thing, they've been uh, relocated to the settings tab in the Switch UI. Used to be more easily accessible on prior consoles. Mii's haven't really made many major appearances in games since 2017. Uh, Let's keep going. Do you think Mii's will eventually vanish altogether? I really wasn't into Mii's at first, but as time has gone on, I've become more nostalgic for them. I'm the opposite. As you know, I'm a Mii fan. I wish that the knees were more. So you dislike them now? If you're no, the opposite of this person? You're just oh, like them. Oh, I'm becoming more nostalgic for them. Right? <sighs> reading Baker. comprehension. I had, a, I had my own reading. Oh, I was no. like, I always get on people for their yeah. reading comprehension. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yes, I agree with you. I am also very nostalgic for knees because, yeah, I just feel like 
this is the perfect like Nintendo Wii kind of avatar thing that they did. I don't think it needs to be nostalgic. I mean, there's a lot of games just where you just in. need to represent your face. <laughs> so just keep using this. And you see, like, you know, after Mii's, there was the Xbox avatars, and they just look kind of bland Weird. and generic. Yeah. Like, yeah. they have such a, again, like you said, just like such a classic Nintendo vibe to them. Yes. There's no reason there's to There's no reason to, like, reinvent the wheel here. Yeah. yeah. You have those giant Mii heads for the 3DS oh. launch, like a giant mascot head. Those, was, those are creepy. That's the only thing about... We need to talk about that later. That's the only that thing really about me that are bad. freaked me out. Yeah. Uh, Latch21, you mentioned Australia as a constant leak issue. As an Australian, I'm interested in hearing who slash what leaked and how, and how you guys dealt with it. So this is, you know, so all games mm -hmm. globally yes. must be submitted to the local ratings board. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they don't necessarily care whether your game has been announced or not. They're going to yeah. post their their the rating on their website. <laughs> yeah. So that was the issue was Australia, I think the timing would just be out of whack with some of mm -hmm. the other um, territories. And we would get like a frantic phone call of like, oh my gosh, oh no. this is going to hit in two days. Yeah, better get that announcement this, out now This on thing hasn't media. been announced. Oh no. Yeah. So I don't know what's up with the Australian rating board and why they can't get on a schedule that's like everybody else. But yeah. um, and there's always a leak, a, a risk too. Once you submit, even yeah. before the ratings get right. posted, once you submit and your game is out of your own hands, yeah. in the hands of another entity, right? like there could be a number of things yeah. that yeah. happen, you know? Right. So it just, it always had happened to be Australia yeah. for some reason, which was always funny. Yeah. Uh, Link, wow, the Link. Link. Kit mentioned you hate April Fools. Any particular <laughs> malicious pranks in the past oh that stood gosh. out to you? So we would always, every year, it'd be yeah. like, should we do something for April I Fools? Yeah, it wasn't like we, you like personally hated April Fools, just because we both worked on social media yeah. for Nintendo. Like it was one of those things where like all these brands would also always do these like ridiculous April Fools things, yeah. and we'd always be on the hook to like have some sort of like idea or something yeah. for April Fool's that inevitably always ended up being super yeah. lame. Well, I think we also realized that a pretty big portion of the people who would see this would just be mad. Oh, Either that's true. Either they wouldn't yeah. get that it's a joke and they'd think it's a real, real or they'd be confused. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's really not worth it to yeah, do something to like, like this. people yeah. getting mad at you. Right, yeah. right. I mean, yeah. people have enough things, things that they've made up in their head to be mad about anyway, so yeah. let's not add uh, yeah, one more. The nature of it is that you would make a joke that is something that they've been, they've been asking for right. or that they're sensitive to, yeah. and yeah. then that would be the April Fool's joke, and then it just yeah. never seems to be a good idea. I think there was one year there was a direct on April Fool's Day, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I remember yeah. that. <laughs> And we had to like very clearly yeah, say, not a like, joke. this is not a joke, this is like a real direct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. From Link to Master Link X. Wow. Let me show you there. Um, Kit and Krista, what's the one series you'll always go out of the way to collect lots of merchandise for through your own pocket? Oh, I have one. Animal Crossing, for sure. I have a lot of Animal Crossing merch. Uh, a lot, lot of that didn't come out of your own pocket, though. Makeup. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> you haven't spent a dime on this. <laughs> Just you wait now. Now, I have now you're gonna feel the dimes. pain. See this is this is so my strategy is you, you can't choose something that's like that big. You need to have something that's a little more niche. No. Because otherwise you're gonna have too much stuff and you're just gonna I be love broke. It. I love so stuff. I'll I'll give you two examples. I have like Locky Two. Okay. I will buy anything Locky Two. There's not much of it. All right. The other example. 
I like Star Wars. This is getting outside of games, outside of Nintendo. I like Star Wars. You like Star Wars. I like Darth Vader. There's a type of Darth Vader I like better, though. Yes, burnt. Burnt. Maskless Vader. Maskless Vader. Yes, you do have a specific immediately specific obsession. Yes, yes. It like narrows it down to like a very right because there's a lot of Darth Vader stuff out there. Yeah. Darth Vader's cool, but yeah. immediately following uh, Revenge of the Sith, Darth Vader. That's the one that I want, not the pasty. Older Vader. No, you mind want you. like the burnt face. Fresh, yes. Freshly burnt. I went to Comic Con one year. I cleaned up on that stuff. You did. And That's you got a lot awesome. of that stuff for free, too, because they were just what? like giving away little postcards with that. Oh, I'm, face I'm on not it. talking about a postcard. I went big. You, you did get it, though. You got I, I was had a there. Collectible bust. <laughs> I had it. I know, but you also got like some free You stuff. seem upset. Let's move on. I'm not upset with you. Uh, this isn't a question for the podcast. Oh, oh contrary. Well, well why? Uh, my ki- this is actually a really good question. My kids are huge Nintendo fans, as well as me. We're taking a trip to the Pacific Northwest this summer and was wondering if it'd be worth it visiting Nintendo HQ. Oh, okay. I did some Googling and found they do not do tours, Um, but was wondering if they had a store or anything for visitors to do. Thanks. They do not. They don't have a store that's open to visitors? You didn't answer the question. The question is, I was wondering if they had a store or anything for visitors to do. Would it be worth it to visit Nintendo HQ? You can go see the sign. I think it would still be worth it to go if you are that level of fan. Imagine if you, if you were like 10 year old you was like, oh, we're gonna be in Seattle. And it was like, I just wanna drive by this building and check it out. You can, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not gonna stop you from driving by. So you cannot like go in really. You can't go in at all. There is a store, it's for employees only. You cannot do that. No. But. There's a sign out front that you can take a You wanna take a selfie with the the sign? Yeah. Yeah. I would, that would be like the highlight of, of, I think you of my childhood. And I, I don't think like you would get in trouble for doing no, that. No, either. no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. Um, but yeah, in terms of like tours or anything like that, they do not do that. No. So Abs- unfortunately yeah. you cannot do that. That's a hard no. Yeah. Um, Nito. Hi, K&K. Would you be able to shed a little light on how collaborations between Nintendo and non-gaming industry brands are made for things like Happy Meals Ironically shaped food. Iconically. Oh, not ironically. Excuse you. I said I read it as ironically shaped foods. (laughs) Once again, you're holding this paper very close. I don't like how those (laughs) these questions are on the black. What do you want me to do? It's hard to read it. Iconically shaped foods. Shoe designs. No, I can't read that. Need your bifocals. Trifocals. Does Nintendo usually reach out first or vice versa? Are there any collabs that occurred during your time at Nintendo you were eager to get your hands on for yourselves? Well, this is a great question. Yeah. I actually worked really closely with this team um, that does the partnerships with brands. Well, there's actually two, there's, there's kind of two different things that are being described here. Uh-huh. So there's like the ones that result in like a Nintendo branded product that you yes. can buy. And then there's others that are more like marketing. Like partnerships. Like, like the Happy Meal example. Right. Right. You worked with the one that was making the products. Well, I was, I was working with both anyway, but. Oh. Um, so, one of my, I just got told. One of my oh dear my friends is the head of our partnerships team, Ooh. first of all. I'm so, breaking a sweat now. <laughs> you, you, what are you doing? I'm going to go, I'm gonna go oh, slink wait, off. You're running the social media I was team. kicking my feet up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so, I was counting these Benjamins. <laughs> your wham. I was just kicking my feet up, peeling off. One dollar, yeah. two dollars. I would just walk down those aisles. You get a Hamilton. You get a Hamilton. <laughs> you, you, you get a Washington. You pouring out <laughs> so- Soylent at people's desks. I was um, very popular. Very, yeah. very. People were applauding you as you walked. Yes. Down. Champagne glasses out for. Yes, as soon as I have returned for another day. 
<laughs> gracing you with our, my presence. Um, but to, to go back to your question after this very weird tangent, um, so we definitely had two teams at Nintendo. One was the partnerships team that does like the Happy Meals and the Cold Stone. They did like a Cold yeah, Stone partnership. Yeah, yeah. Um, and those were, you know, a little bit more like for a big launch, you might see Mario on a cereal box or something like yeah. that or a Lunchable. And those, I remember they always say, like, these take a long time yeah. to put together. They, it take, takes them, like, a year yeah. plus to put it together. Yeah. Yeah. But those are, those are fun. You know, it's always fun to go to the grocery store and see, like, a Mario I still ch- chicken nugget or whatever. I still <laughs> have those uh, Mario Kart Happy Meal toys. You do? Yeah. I still have the box of cereal. Remember, Unopened. Oh, they had the Amiibo yeah. built. That was cool. That's cool. The yeah. box was an Amiibo. Yeah, that was really cool. I still I'm, have that box. I remember the or day that the came out, they were like, oh, here's a full set of the Happy Meal toys. I was like, great. And they still kind of smelled like McDonald's. They I didn't know. They did like, French fries. It's like, what? But this hasn't been in the box. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> What's the deal? So cool. Um, but the other team that, I, I guess I worked with maybe this team a little bit more closely, was mm. um, the, the team that would like work on things for it to be like a Levi's jacket. Or I happen to be wearing You're wearing today. one right now. If you're watching this is, on video. Uh, uh, this is Puma. Uh, Puma. Yeah. Yeah. Puma and Mar- uh, Mara. This is for the anniversary, I think. Yeah. And um, yeah, the Puma did shoes for for us as mm-hmm. well for like Animal Crossing. You know, we did the ColourPop makeup. That was a cool oh, partnership. Yeah. I really like handbags. So, of course, we had like a, a bunch of different handbag mm-hmm. partners. Those are my favorite. Yeah. I loved those kinds of partnerships. Yeah. I thought it was so much fun that you were able to represent your love for mm-hmm. Nintendo in like a different way than playing yeah. a game. So that team was like my favorite yeah. team to work with and I love them so much and they always were like out there um, working with all these different really cool like partners and Nintendo's so lucky. Like of course the Nintendo IP is so strong yeah. and so lovable mm-hmm. and so I think people just would come to them like all the time, like begging to work yeah, with them. So yeah. I don't think they were, they were not hurting for, they right. weren't like making cold calls to like <laughs> Levi's. Levi's was definitely coming to them, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, um, this is the team that also works on like Universal stuff. So, yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. they're incredible. I think my most memorable one of those was the Vans shoes. Oh, they came yeah. out right before E3 and it was like, everybody's just wearing these shoes to E3. I know. All of us had, we yeah. had cute photos of we all our like feet good. together. Yeah. yeah. That was so cute. Yeah. Reggie was wearing them too. Right, so right, cool. right. Yeah. Uh, last one. 13 in our uh, Baker's Dozen. Oh, nice. What is the biggest gap in your Nintendo gaming history? Mm. Is there a big game or franchise that you've never played for whatever reason? This is from Wii Trick, by the way. From Wii Trick, yes. I... So, you know, working at Nintendo <laughs> for 13 or 14 years, like, we had a chance to play pretty much, pretty much everything. Yeah. So I was really, like, racking my brain. I was like, no, I, feel, I think we're pretty well we're covered pretty well for covered. that era. I will say that, like, it wasn't until, like, last year or a year and a half ago that I finally played like Mario 64. Yes. So I had a gap there, but I filled it recently. Right. But that was a that was a gap that was a pretty long one. For yeah, me. yeah. Yeah. There was one um I hadn't played Earthbound until a few years ago. We did a video on that. The, oh, the backlog yes. buster. Yes, um, yes, yes. Where we played the first um couple hours of that. Yeah. So yeah, we covered it, I think. I think there's, I'm sure there's something else, but I'm just yeah. not. Name some obscure franchises for us, and we'll see if we play yeah. them. Let's play the reverse game. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. Those are your great questions. Always good. Every week. They're We've fantastic. got another uh, hot list of questions for our bonus QA. Yes. For our uh, wonderful Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Patreon, though. 
Patreon. Oh One Up gosh. Club. Get ready. Here we go. Now, reading the names. Well, hold on. Yeah. We, as in, as in you, did Me. get called out as mispronouncing some of these names last time. I'm try really hard this time. If I was say, if if we mess it up, please let us know. We want to get it right. Yes, and exactly. we will get it right. You just have to tell us though. Yes, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna alternate. Here we go. Uh, am I going first? I don't know. I will go first. All right. A. Ron Burgundy. Aaron Hash. Astic. Adam Edwards. A John Malari. Ali Shaw. Angela Bycroft. Ben E. Bettina Tain. Blue Toad. Brian Humphreys. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Captain Alex. Daniel Cold. Dowshin. David. Oh, David Zeck. Sorry, I went to a different line. That's strike one. Dispel. Douglas Chomix. Drew Grant. Eigenverse. Eigenverse? I would have said Eigenverse. Eigenverse. <laughs> Eric. S-Parts 50. Fair. Gar. Garrett Hallfish. Handsome Warrior. Oh, <gasps> this, oh, you have to do this one because okay, you got I'm called out. Okay, I'm doing this one. I asked my mom, okay, to tell me how to pronounce your name. So you can be mad well, at her if I get it wrong. That's not how this works. Ian Shit. <laughs> Great. Israel, or Izzy, for short. Jackie Z. Jack1999. James Cubarl. No. Cabral. Thank you. Jason E. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jim Wakelin. Jobert. John Raspent. <sighs> Responte? I just I can just feel the Christopian population just slowly. Responte? <laughs> slowly defecting. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jonathan Rowe. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You're not gonna make it through this episode. Jordan Collette. <laughs> Jordan Hemmerly. Jordan Thomas. Jordy Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Just Camtro. Carter with a K. Kawa2796. Kevin. Kevin Delane. Kyle Kretzer. Kyle Kyler Nelson. Linked Triforce. Luminous. Lucas Pico. Luis. Luis Calcano. Ah. I, I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> nervous. Ah. Michael Cravens. Michael Mazor. Mike Chin. Mikey. Nick Waterman. Nod Narb. Oscar Peterson. Patreon user. <laughs> Paul Gale Network. Here we go. Here we go. Pirates TCG grudges forever. <laughs> Pirates TCG ramming speed. Prince Charmless. Reaver. Raintech. Raphael. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Roy Etchke. Ryan Stokes. Sam Newland. Shin Ryu. Slowbro. Sparkling Salt. Spicy Munchkin. Starholt Productions. Steel Citron. The Don Rob. Thomas. Thomas Alvarez. Tony Khalil Rogers. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tyler Guise. VGM Life. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. What's Up Flackjack. Zudiverf. That's, I don't know what that one is actually. <laughs> Please let us know. And that's it. Maybe next week I just give you the ones that are like Mike, John, Adam. <laughs> you're not, so you're telling me you're not up late on a Sunday night in front of a mirror reciting this list <laughs> like I am? I need you to write them out phonetically for me next time. Do you know how to do that? Wow. 
Do you? You don't. Sounds like somebody's uh, volunteering to take over the weekend uh, rundown editing duties. Phonetically. Phonetically, okay. Phonetically, please. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. That'll solve um, all those problems. We hope we pronounced your name right. I'm so sorry if I did not pronounce your name right. Tell me how to pronounce it. I'll try to get it right. Thank you. The Kitterati resurging. What? Our numbers are growing rapidly. Maybe you pronounced it wrong. I don't think I did. I don't think they like me because I pronounced their names wrong or right. They have, they like they have other reasons me. for not liking you? What? That's what you said. No, I don't. <laughs> the self-ownage I hope continues. they like me. Okay, we have to leave. Like, seriously. It's been, a, it's been a moment. We're at a... Uh, oh, this is long, yeah. It's been a minute. Okay, don't forget to follow us on Patreon um, to hear your name maybe incorrectly read. Oh. And many other benefits like Discord, early access, bonus Q&As. We're going to get ready for our uh, first virtual event this month. It's coming up. It's going to be super exciting. Yeah. We're going to send some polls out to kind of determine times and things that you guys want to do with us. So look out for that if you're already a member of the 1UP Club. But we hope that you join us if you haven't yet. Um, don't forget to follow us on social. We are Kit and Krista on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and of course YouTube. And don't forget to, of course, like and subscribe to this YouTube channel that you're watching this on right now. Keep nodding, keep nodding, mm -hmm. keep nodding. That's it. Mm -hmm. Okay, bye. 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 Thank you.